And rolling. No, 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 no. I was gonna say, no, is it gonna no, be? No, 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 no. Why does it sound miles away? I gotta get it. I gotta get it correct before I scream. Is it gonna be? You that? really got the poor man's Idris Elba right here. It's gonna. <laughs> Why would you say that, girl? <laughs> he said, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, oh, my album has arrived. Oh, it's gonna be that kind of podcast. You ain't listening to this. You don't like R&B. I do. I love R&B. You like snow? <clears throat> um, yeah. can't say I've listened to too much. Oh man, she <laughs> snow Allegra, right? Yeah, not snow the product. She dope too, though. She is dope. She's dope too, though. But snow Allegra about to put me in the fields. You do be talking about snow Allegra a lot. I love snow Allegra. You know, um, you know she wants you around. Mm. What you know about that girl? Hey. Chris said that just for me. Ah. This song is for every ugly man out there. Wow, that voice is cracking. Domat, Domat, Kelby, he's going through puberty <laughs> for the second time right now. For everybody who's got to take care of kids that's not their own just because they have to. <laughs> wow. Paying off her mama's debt. I know it hurts. Do you remember our first day? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove that. <laughs> yeah. I seen a guy the other day walk up to a girl and I was like, I was jumping through hoops to try and get with her. He gave her high. And it worked. Oh, did it work? I'm so sad. Wow. That's why only you know what I say. It's a whole lot of money. Hey. I'm I'm in perfect shape right now. Chris. How many of you guys got a whole lot of money right now? Go ahead, say yeah. yeah. That's right, Chris. Let me hear you. Say me some. Right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I was talking about ugly guys, ugly fellas that stand with you. Everybody who had to purchase a personality in middle school because they had man boobs, I understand. Mm. Everybody who's had your best good-looking friends take your crush to wherever it is that you was trying to go, I understand. Mm. Everybody who had to write the letter for your crush with your true feelings for the friend who couldn't write a full sentence, I stand with you. You ever had to play messenger? Between the good-looking dude and the girl? I wrote poems for him. Mm. Oh, you were the ghostwriter? I was the ghostwriter. Oh. I was, uh, ah, uh, what, what's the name of the big nose, uh, French dude? French Montana? No, 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 the big nose, Todd Abbas. No, I know Todd, no. The big nose French dude who was writing the loves <laughs> poems. Oh, Quinn Miller. Todd's gonna say, no, 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 no. Oh, Quinn Miller for Drake. No, gosh. Yo, relax. He said French, bro. What French, you doing? Oh, uh, man. If y'all listening to this, you know the vibes. Oh, okay, yeah. Quinn Miller for Drake. No, he's like a famous. It's like a story. Like, 
he wrote the story he wrote the poems for the beautiful friend because he had a big ugly nose and then uh gerard depardieu played him in a movie oh that's see now you're working i can google something you know gerard depardieu i do i don't of course you don't come on now todd knows though Todd, oh Todd don't know either Stop putting that stuff on Todd Todd's smart as hell bro I know What do you think Todd, Todd got a tattoo of another guy's face on his arm There's like a cartoon or something Chris too Is this Nicki remix? You got it yeah You got it Chris? Hold on hold on Keep playing She got a whole lot of debt in this uh, Why you talking about, uh, about that queen like that? Yeah. Hey, it's on the tip of my tongue too. Hey, hey, she said she. I just bent the block. Well, these bitches wanna be a. Wanna be a. My favorite part about this song coming out is Drake. Cyrano de Thank you. I knew it was something. I had to hit the Cyrano de Bergerac on him. You got y'all don't know about that? <laughs> you it see took you 25 minutes to send the punchline of that joke. Yeah, but he had to look it up. I had to tell him what to look up. No. I forgot the guy's name. It was but the I understand. stare on Sunil's face. He was like. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what Cyrano de Bergerac is? That sounds like a sandwich. Yo, 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 look at American schools. Look at American schools. Yeah. They don't even know about the Cyrano. Yeah. Huh? That sounds like an extra spicy sandwich to me. Yo, this guy was just going Bakersfield. So. I sure did. Yo, listen, my favorite part about this song coming out is 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 my boy Aubrey was was taking over the Dodger Stadium. Bro. Right? And then and while he's out with another girl, he's like, yo, that girl be a cute. <laughs> The man's a demon. Toxic masculinity. Just toxic. Alright, let's start the episode properly. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to the Men on the Internet <laughs> podcast. <laughs> he had frustrated his whole energy. <laughs> yeah. how, hard, how hard is this for you to push that out he right said, now? It's lit right now. <laughs> I'm here. I'm on a thousand. Whoa. My name is Kerbin. Right there, it's Sunil in the pink shorts. Sunil, how's India doing today? India is fresh. Mm, fresh. I saw a little video. I saw a little video. What did you see? Send it to you the other day, but Instagram blocked me. What? From sending it. They said it was copyright infringement. I said in the DMs. Wow. Shoot. So that means that other people ain't sending my nudes out. So that's good. But <laughs> you got your nudes copyrighted? You Let's infringing see. something? Wow. You got to do it. I'm pretty sure Prince did it. Yeah. All right. So, pretty sure. so I tried to send him a video. So there's these guys. It was like in a scene in an Indian movie. And so they was like running down a hill or something. And then they all formed together, combined together. Oh, yeah. Turned yeah. into this like. Thingamajig. Yeah, that's from Bahubali too. You know the movie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, no, no, my brother that's did that one. one. That's Bahubali the second one. That's the second one. Bahubali too. Yeah. Bahubali too. Yep. Why don't you say? Yeah. Why don't you say the two in, in in the in the correct language? Because that's how the movie said Bahubali and the number two. Oh, okay. What's two in the language you speak? Uh, though. Oh, no, two is cool. <laughs> you right. know the national language in India is English, right? I don't even know about that. Now you do. You don't know about Cyrano. I know about Sriracha. Sriracha? That's two different things. Cross is over here. What's going on? Tell me about the border. How's it going? I don't know. I'm never there. 
was trying to get him to tell us, give us an update about what's going on in Cuba right now. But he's telling said, me he don't know nothing about I'm that. Not either. You know what? what? You no, 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 no. Here's something that's funny. That kind of ha- it's not really funny, but it it actually reminds me of something Chris said. Okay. All right, so back in the, back when we was six six podcasts ago, all right, one time <laughs> we was we was talking me and Chris and you know a couple of other people that was there. Chris was like, you know what? You know what America got? America whack as hell, bro. All they got here is freedom. What? That's all he's that you remember that, Chris? No, because you know you're pulling it out of your butthole. <laughs> no, 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 no. You legitimately said that. Like I'm being one hundred percent serious. You, <laughs> Go ahead. you we were at Carmelo and Rashawn's and we were talking about America, the state of America. And you were like, All we got here is freedom. You don't remember saying that? No. Cause right. you just made that no, up. No, no, I pro like I could I right, we'll keep, keep moving, hold on, keep hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me the context. Ah, damn, we was talking about we was talking about the fact that like America is systemically racist, and it was it's a bad country. You, you remember I was actually talking to you like it was about the point where we were all saying like you could say anything bad about America, but you can't say anything good about it. And then you said, "Yeah, America's America's lame. All we got here is freedom." You said it, mm-hmm. okay? But it was sarcasm. I'm sure it was sarcasm. Okay. <laughs> he don't want. He don't want to put that context on it. It, it wasn't. The, he said it in a very serious way, and we had a very serious conversation about it. But either way, let's say it was sarcasm. I was scrolling on Twitter this morning, and it said the people of Cuba are looking for freedom. Uh, they have man. And I wanted to just write them and say, "Yo, Chris says freedom sucks, anyways." <laughs> I don't understand where he the fuck put that this evil is coming on. from. He's trying to put that evil on you right now. First of all, I don't remember saying He's trying to put that evil on you, Chris. If he can't tell me the context, how the fuck I am I going to be able to defend context. myself? Kevin would no, be the one that be throwing people under the bus that way. No, but we said it. We, was, we were having a podcast. Whatever. Pull it up. Pull it up. Where the receipts? It. There it is, Chris. Ask him where the receipts. I might have. I might have time. To, I might have a soldier boy time to go find. Oh, you better right. nap on that time because you <laughs> some rest, my friend. I'm, yo, you don't think I'm a one steak sauce? Right no, now? I think you. Who uses a one steak sauce anymore? All right, man. <laughs> Moving right along. That's like that sriracha poet so, that you were talking about too. Yo, that's really offensive to the French people. Oh, and isn't it, Todd? Thank you. Look at that. Look, look at his face. Red. <laughs> Who red? <laughs> For the boys. You would say. Right. You right. would say Indian person is red. Yeah, you got blood circulating through your face. Racism. Racism yes. still exists. Yes. Okay, let's talk about racism really quick. So Kamala Harris says. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. All right. So Kamala Harris. Says you said it was Kamala. Which one? Damn it. K H says <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Emhoff or whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Madame Vice President. Yeah, yeah. She says it is very near impossible for people in rural cities to have access to a dun dun dun, dun copy machine. Oh my gosh. Who here has lived in a rural city? Mm. I mean, you from Bakersfield. It's pretty much the west of Chirac. Wow. <laughs> that don't make it rural, though. Okay, you might be right. Correct. you never live in a rural city? Define rural. Like uh, how rural. I lived in a place called Vineland before. That's rural as hell. Yeah. Right, I don't even know what state that's in. Jersey. Oh, that's rural, yeah. 
You had grass? Uh, sometimes. Yeah, because the the op shot it. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what do you guys think? Is this facts or fiction? That might be a new segment on the show: facts or fiction, things that people say. So, every city got a library. Every library got a coffee machine. Okay, now might a rural city have a library? I don't know. There's some cities where the neighbor is like two miles away. So here's my thing when it comes to but any of this stuff. They all got a FedEx place. All right, so uh, we like what have the Amish been doing this whole time voting? Damn, the boy came up. He came, he, he came up from the parking lot shooting. I'm saying like, Steph what Curry what are we talking shot, about? Boy. Like for some reason, I don't ever hear about an Amish person saying they don't have access to vote. I don't hear anybody. Being like the Amish people aren't represented in this country. Well, they're not going to tweet you, bro. True, but, <laughs> true. But I'm saying letters, like nobody's all reading. of these things. So the Amish have the Amish have gone out of their way to to be like, you know, we're not using any type of technology. Yet somehow they're still voting. <sighs> so I don't know how rural you got to be to have no access to anything when the Amish are choosing not to have access to anything and they're still able to vote. Now, here's the one thing that I love the most. I think that this ties in back to when AOC said that people are doing crimes for bread. Yep. Now, something I saw on Instagram just today. Young guy, rest in peace, brother. Who was on Instagram live and got shot 16 times. Y'all see that? Mm-mm. Y'all saw that? I try to stay away from How those videos. How far back? Yeah, he was in his car. No, 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 how long ago was it? It just happened. It just happened? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. And there was no mention of bread while the Instagram Live was happening. He might have been talking about that bread. (laughs) All right, man. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) That seems... He might have been talking about loaves. Oh, no. He might have even thrown in some cheese. You might be a little too cheddar. pink. You might be a little bit too pink to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> might have should have stayed in the sun a little bit. Um, I don't want to go down the Wendy Williams path of speaking poorly on people that have passed, but I, I, I think that we got to stop doing this generalization thing. So I'm going to ask everybody in the room, fact or fiction, Kamala Harris says people in rural areas do not have access to printers and copy machines. I say partial facts. Partial facts. So you gonna say fact or fiction and then make up a a way of being halfway in and halfway out? Alright, fine, I'll say fiction. I'ma say fiction. This is the like this is you are the Democratic Party right now. Let's figure out a way. I'm a registered Democrat. In the good, I I could tell (laughs) because you just figured out a way to be in the middle of of both. So you don't. You're not like. No, I didn't say yeah. No, I didn't say no. Just needs a little bit more context. All right. So what you say, Chris? Uh, I say fiction because there's UPS and FedEx stores everywhere. Even in the farmland areas, they ship everywhere. If they ship you a package. There's got to be a, a whatever center close by. The man has a point to make. And about, yes, sorry, I didn't mean to overstep. They can also deliver a copy machine to them. Well, copy machines are not free. I mean, still, people in rural cities probably only have forty dollars. You want to keep your business wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Performing>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's generalize much, huh? <laughs> well, I gave him more than I expected to give him. Uh, <laughs> so okay. I say fiction. Okay. And the reason being, do rural areas have no access to smartphones? Yikes. I think they do. I'll be seeing them on TikTok. Absolutely. I've seen the Verizon map. So I know that there's free apps on your phone where you could get a scanner on it. And you could scan, email, copy, whatever you want from an iPhone. From even your your bougie phone that don't work with Apple products. Relax. Right? Relax. Even your, your phone can download an app to be able to scan a picture, send it as a fax, Send it as whatever. Do you have an iPhone? Okay. You're still on. So, so uh, I'm so confused by what you're doing right now. Well, here's why I said, well, I, I had to ask him because me and him used to be the brothers in the office. I mean, I ain't had an iPhone. You know, so when I saw the case, I was a little confused. I almost had to kick him out. Wow. But uh, so the reason why I say needs more context is because I can see a world where somebody who's f- ten miles away from the store doesn't have ac- easy access to a printer, especially today, because how many people are printing things, right? So that's the reason why I say could, I could see the angle. But however, the reason why I'm more leaning towards false is because people vote once every two to four years. You could prepare yourself for a nice journey into the city on the back of a horse to go print out your ID or whatever you got to do. That's just why I say needs more context, but at the same time, I disagree. You see my point? No. The place that they got their ID from has a copy machine. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. He's agreeing yeah. with you. I, I agree. But then you also said you also don't agree. No, I'm saying... No, I'm saying that I can see why it's difficult for them to have easy access to a printer or a copy machine. Let's say that they're really in the the rules, mm-hmm. you know, where they're growing things for miles and miles. They got to, you know, go super far to get into the city to get it. I understand. But at the same time, I'm just saying you're not voting every single day. So to say that just means like, oh, well, they can't vote on Tuesday. Like, no. They can vote in November in two years. You see what I'm saying? Like, you just have to prepare yourself for it. What I thought was super funny about what Kamala was saying is she's talking about these rural rural areas, but the rural areas usually tend to lean the opposite party of her. Yes. <laughs> so for her to be like, uh, I'm worried well, she, about this. See, she loves everyone. Yeah, but that uh-huh. just didn't make sense to me. I'm like, oh, now all of a sudden you care about the rural vote. This is for rural people. I'm pretty sure these rural people are going to be like, you know what? We've been doing all right. <laughs> well, I mean, they're trying to turn Texas blue, aren't they? <laughs> they are trying to That's turn Texas blue. That's the rural state. Them in Alabama. I think they mostly talk about Georgia, right? Oh, Georgia. That's right. The people of Powder Springs. You don't even mm-hmm. know about that. Huh? Mm-hmm. No. We know. Zero no. <laughs> All right. Moving right along. <laughs> look, look, look. Please do. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was just you talking to yourself for two seconds there. <laughs> Happy little Kim Day. It's the Queen's birthday today. Oh, shout out to her. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say something else? No, I'm just saying happy Lil' Kim Day. All right, shout out Lil' Kim. I loved her hair. Like the recent one, the new trend that she was trying. Who you think wins on the verses of Lil' Kim mm-hmm. versus Nikki? Audience doesn't matter. Um, Let's say audience knows both people. Well, as a not fan of really either one of them, I would say that off the mathematics, cool. Nikki probably would win. Just because she's got way more really, really, really big songs. I'd agree. But Nikki at the same time, too, is like, um, I'm going to pick my words wisely here. She likes to partner with people to get the big, 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 big jams off. But I don't know too many Nikki alone songs. You know what I'm saying? For sure. She's kind of a she's kind of like female future. Like Future got a couple joints by himself, but he really needs like I, I got to partner with somebody da, 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 to make this work. So I think if we was talking about like who got the jams all by themselves, then Kim is gonna have to slide on through. You think but, so? Because look, Kim kind of was the same way, right? She always had Junior Mafia. She always had Biggie. Oh, she true. always had somebody from Bad Boy was on these songs as well. Maybe I was, I'm thinking about it with rose colored. Rose colored tint, tinted glasses on. Mm. I'm. I hope this never happens. Oh, there's no, there's no uh, shot. I, I don't I, think they'd ever put generations like that against each other. I'd never even. I, I wouldn't even want to watch it. Well, they did recently. Soldier Boy with the Bow Wow. Those are two different generations. No, they're not. Yes, they are. How Bow Wow was making songs in '96. <laughs> okay, but we're talking about age wise. <laughs> yeah. So they're the same age. Yeah, Nikki's fifty. Oh, she's not. <laughs> yo, yo, that on track. yo, the Nikki, the, that on track. the Nikki crew about to go I'm after kidding. you. His name I'm is Kelby. Kelby his, his, uh, his socials relax, are relax, 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 relax. His socials will be at the bottom of this I podcast. I love you, Nick. Yo, uh, all right. So, so something was happening this week, and I'm just trying to remember what it was. Did we talk about Cardi B's pregnant again? And she nah. said that she's not coming out with another album until she gets her boobs done and she learns how to play spades and this, that, and the third and all that stuff. She getting her boobs done again? Yeah, after the baby. Interesting. So, oh, you, you just went after Nikki. Now you're going to go after Cardi? No, I'm not going to go after Cardi. I'm going to ask you guys a question as men in a room. All right. Talking as men. Okay. okay. That's the only Lock, way I know how to talk. Locker room conversation. All right. Go ahead, okay. go ahead. Do you guys encourage that, you know, transformations? Do you even feel like, oh, if my girl got that, she'd be fine as hell? Like, mm. Those thoughts never have crossed my mind. Never, right? Mm-mm. What about you? No. Never thought about Unless that. it's for, like, legit medical reasons. <laughs> there are, no, but, like, there are women who have, like, large breasts, and it's, like, a lot on their back. Yes. Well, that's it's different. Just a lot for them. That's just taking that's a couple reasons. We're talking strictly away. cosmetic. Strictly cosmetic. Superficial. Strictly cosmetic. You know, a little tummy tug, a little boob tuck, or whatever they do. I eyelash lid removal. How do you I don't know. Boob? I don't even. I don't even know what, what to mean. I don't even know what to be. So, would you be against it? If that's really what somebody wanted, I mean, go for it. Mm. Who am I to say, yo? Don't her do man. That's what, that, no, that's, her man. That's who you are. Okay, but no. The man or the woman. Also, no. <laughs> <laughs> who am I to say? 
I mean, I would try to figure out what the reasons are. Like, why do you feel BBLs are nine ninety nine right now? <laughs> I want to know, yo, what saying. makes you feel like you need this right now? How you know the price. I typed in men BB. Right, 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 right. He said, "Can I get this?" I mean, y'all, y'all do finance. <laughs> I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's her body. She could do what she wants with it, but. I would hope that you know who you're trying to look good for one and two mm. like two well, like she obviously wants to look good for you. Well, of I mean, then why would, but, but if she already if and I if I already feel like she looks great and I tell her that all the time, why you still need to do it? Maybe she's got a little Ayesha Curry in her and she wants other men to compliment her too. Then we have a problem. Oh snap! Who you fighting? Her or the other guys? Uh, I ain't fighting nobody. <laughs> Wait, oh, good topic. So, would you ever fight somebody for your girl? Like actual fight? Segway. Uh, <laughs> in my younger years, when I was immature, yeah. Now, nah. No, ever? You would never fight a dude for my girl. For your girl. What do you mean by fight? Like he did something like to her to win her or to defend her? Uh, not to win her. No, no, no not a competition. Of course, the defender. If somebody, if some dude hit her or something, it's on. Uh, let's not take it to zero, but let's not take it to ten. So what? But give me so, a scenario. So let's go like five. Okay, like 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 like. All right, cool. She's at her job, and this guy like he like roasted her at lunch one good time. But he roasts everybody. But he got her real good. Call her bald headed. You know. <laughs> Funky, you know, you team, her, bro? her boyfriend fat and ugly, all that. Like, and then she went home crying, like, "Oh, Sunia, you call me bald headed." Like, you could see, and then she said, "You got to pull up to the job, catch him too good." She boy. tell you, "You got to pull yeah, up to the job." Yeah, she can't do it herself. Oh, no. She tells yo, Sunia, you got to go over there and dust and Poirier him, you know, a couple times, break his ankle and whatever. Are you doing this, Sunia? Look at you knowing some you. Look at wow. So here's my thing I think the crime <laughs> Should be reciprocated With the punishment So if the crime was with words The punishment's gonna come with words as well Yo you got doo doo sauce Sick burn. <laughs> nah, Craig, you you gonna get broken up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I I, I, I would go and so have a conversation with that gentleman and be like, look, you know, with all due respect, you know, this whatever you said to my girl, um, you know, you need to stop saying things like that. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop, sir. <laughs> the first thing that got me was he said, with all due with respect. Because, you know, he, he came after to his that, girlfriend <laughs> super disrespectful. Yeah. He came you to better him. pull up. You need <laughs> to stop. <laughs> with all due respect. And his shirt says, my girl case, is making me do this. Please case, don't do anything to me. Just in case, <laughs> it's about to get mad disrespectful. Let me preface by saying, with all due respect. <laughs> because my tongue can't be sharp and i'm gonna be real friendly initially just to see what he's about you can't just come you just can't come hot because then you looking for it then you know it's gonna escalate to something i love that so i would just say girl you better find some jokes wow <laughs> you want me to go to your job and that's why kelby is forever single <laughs> <laughs> Hot boy life Hot boy City life. boys <laughs> That's funny So so Chris You wouldn't go to the job And say yo my, my girl Yo listen You was making fun of my girl At lunchtime In the lunchroom Everybody heard it she, She's not bald bro 
Hank, could you apologize? You wouldn't say that. That's an HR thing. At work is an HR thing. <laughs> HR thing. You can get HR involved. All that. I help, hey, I'll help you dial the number. <laughs> Do you want to write a letter? Yeah. What you need some more strongly support? worded I, letter. I will. I will proofread whatever it is that you type out. Email to HR. He was making fun of me. Now he's talking about HR. That's a human resources. Uh, thing. Yeah, look. I demand you reprimand him. I ain't trying to make you lose your job. Because then if I come over there and then we start getting physical, all that kind of stuff, it's going to reflect reflect poorly on my girl. Oh, this boy is mature. He knows. Yo, would, you, would you go to the job? Nah, yeah, no. Nah. I know he would. No, thanks. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I, I probably, because here's the thing. Everybody's a sucker who's defending someone else. That's not true. Like in sure most cases, in most cases. That's the, not true at a, all. No, no, no. Just listen. As a teenager... Right. Whenever you get into a scuffle with somebody uh-huh. and then somebody else has to come and help you. The first thing the other kids say is what? Ah, uh, he need to get his little mom. To get, uh, he need to get his older brother. Ah, uh, he need to get right. It's, uh, it's always a like a weak look. It makes you look weak. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, so you're saying the person that's getting defended is a sucker. That's, they're not a sucker, but they look like one. Oh, okay. like, I, because I thought you I thought I heard you say the person that's defending the person is a sucker. No, 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 The person who needs the defending. Correct. They're the ones who, like, people are like, he had to go call his friend to come over. Like, yeah, but if it's a man it? talking to a woman, I would expect the, a man need to get involved, another man get involved. Right, right. But then, what if, like, you know how some girls be over-exaggerating? Like, they just be coming home, like, he said, no, no, And then you go, you go to work, and you say, yo, bro, let me just highlight at you real quick. You say my girlfriend was bald-headed. And then he come out, and he said, all I just said was, like, her track was showing. Mm-hmm. And if I knew my girl well And I knew that that was A very high possibility I'd be like I got you dude You wanna go to lunch? <laughs> I got you dude He said no nah, you're right I appreciate you clearing that up This is exactly why I started out With all due respect <laughs> This is exactly why I started out With all due respect Feel <laughs> me with all due respect Did you call my girl by headed? Oh, because you know like seven what? Inches. I told her in the morning too that her track was showing. Oh, she no. didn't listen. I was trying I'm with you, my dude. Yeah. I'm with you, my dude. What you doing after work, bro? <laughs> you want to go kick it away? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd, I'd have a tough time. I'd have a tough time defending some girl that I'm with. Yeah, but you're not a violent person initially. I used to be as a kid. Uh, up until I was about 18, I was a pretty violent person. And then I, and then I stopped because... Um, Hey, my my knees was hurting. Eighteen, <laughs> and then, yeah, my, age, my, my knees and my back started hurting, and then I started complaining about it. So everybody Yikes. knew where to hit me. Jeez, <laughs> they was like, "Yo, get his knees." <laughs> so I had to stop. Why was your knee so bad? Damn, McDonald's. <laughs> Oh, you trying to talk about it. you just you, there's too much weight on the knees? No, there was too much. I was trying to run and stuff. My knees was yeah, over sit down. <laughs> Stop eating burgers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I had I had all different types of pains and stuff. So once people knew where to hit me and where to target, I was like, oh, that's a wrap for me. Why are you getting into so many fights with people that know you like that? <laughs> well, how else are they supposed to fight me? You think strangers are going to beat me up? I'm saying, like, why are you getting into... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm... Whenever I got... Yeah, most of my fights have been with people that I don't know. Oh, no, my fights have been with people I know. <laughs> I just know how to anger them. 
I need to build a relationship with this person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me get really close off. to you so you could become wait, my enemy. Wait, wait, wait. Y'all never fought with your, like, good friends? Not to a point where <laughs> that they need to be, the they're going to be taking shots no. at my weaknesses that they know about. Oh, uh, man, what kind of men are you guys? <laughs> Clearly better friends than you are with your friends. No, you're supposed to have fought your good friends at least once in life. Physical fist fight? It may not have been a fist fight, but maybe Greco-Roman. Well, they're going after your knees? What is that? Greco-Roman. You ain't never really... No, y'all never really, like, fought one of your friends? Verbally, never physically. Y'all must have been raised different. That's that Florida living right there. I've gotten into I've gotten into a fist fight with one friend my whole life. Oh, okay. This guy was lying. What one friend. What was the situation? It was some BS. Over a girl. Never. Really? Ain't no ain't me and one of my friends ever fighting over a girl. It typically is about girls. Well, that's your friends. No, not me. I've never fought over a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I fight over I fight no dudes over a girl. That's the that that's the lowest level of fight. Yeah, Sydney will be too cool. It, you know, it's typically like the dumbest argument. I remember one time I got in an argument with Redman over Logic, the rapper. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll start. I was like, not even the produ- production software. <laughs> no. I was in the kitchen. I was making everybody some food, so you know I could have poisoned them. And <laughs> I was in the kitchen and. He played some song on the TV. And I was like, oh, snap, is this a new J. Cole song? Man, the dude popped right on up. Does it sound like J. Cole? I was like, damn, uh, what? And so I started getting upset, too. I was like, you don't understand. Before I was 18, I used to beat people with metal sticks. So... What in the Haitian news is going on over here? What is a metal stick? Isn't that a rod? Yeah. <laughs> They don't have rods in Asia, in Haiti. They have metal sticks. Whatever you call them. <laughs> pieces of vacuums. You I don't mean, know. You mean a, a baseball bat? You said nah. pieces of vacuums? Yeah. I, I, was, I had it right there in my backpack. It was ready to just he wail said on people. a metal people. stick. Yeah, metal stick. I didn't know what it was a part of, but I knew it was metal and it was a stick. You talking about a golf club? No, nah, it was just like a random metal stick. Like the end of the tripod. Like just one of them things. So oh. I, so he, he went off on me. I went off on him. Bree was like, what are you guys arguing about? I was like, I just asked the question and he went crazy on me. And I, and then at like two minutes later, I was like, all right, for sure, let's eat. <laughs> or you guys swung? Let me let me not tell the story, but I did one time get physical with Red Man. Wow. In college. Greco Roman style? L- low key, yeah, kind of. I put him in a certain hole. Ah, let me not even tell because it's so Sounds <laughs> terrible, by the way. Nah, sometimes, you know what I mean? As young guys, like, your testosterone's flying all over the place. Everybody's yeah, upset. but my first my first reaction isn't, let's Greco-Roman wrestle. But that's... <sighs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Let me figure out a way to hold you <laughs> and consider this fighting. You don't like being held? Huh? You don't like being held? Not when I'm angry with my friends. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm built there. <clears throat> Obviously. <laughs> Clear your throat, bro. <laughs> what you doing? He's so Kobe sounded like Scooby Doo right now. Yo, let me let me drink my. <laughs> Go ahead, and bring me up with it. Oh, all right. I'm gonna tell you guys what happened. So I was walking down the street. Thank you. Yesterday, and um, 
I'm not gonna tell you where, but it wasn't in California, and it's in a state that like most people don't think about until they go there. Utah. It wasn't Utah. And I know. Are you guessing, bro? He said he's not going to Mexico. Say. I feel like we need context to the story. That was the loudest slur. <laughs> <laughs> he went straight into the mic. You know, he went this way, and then he just went right, said, right into the mic. I'm not gonna turn the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, man. So anyway. I was walking. I was walking down the street, and this guy in a in a tan Toyota um, minivan stops. Right, he's driving, but he stops. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say a word that you guys may not like, but he pulls his window down and he goes, "Nigger!" and then just like tries to drive off super fast. But then is that a red light? <laughs> oh man. So this dude wants to break social codes but won't break the speed limit. He won't break he won't break no legal laws. Hey, I'll do a hate crime, but I ain't gonna run this red light. <laughs> you ever do something mean and then have to sit Yo, there and you think do know about the red what light. you just did? You know you do know the red light is just like a couple hundred dollar ticket. What you just said to me is five years in jail. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay Keep going So I keep walking And I hear him like giggling But then I saw He's like oh wait That black guy is still right there So I'm walking Trying to figure out like does he have a gun Cause I really I had 90 things go through my brain And was like do I go over there and tell him I'm gonna pray for him Do I go over there and tell him I'm gonna shoot him do I go over there and just punch him in the face? Do I steal his license place? I, I, I didn't really know what to do. But the first thing that came in my head was like, if I get too close, some of these country bumpkin dudes, they'd just be having a rifle in there. And they could, That's facts. They could uh, uh, um, you know, uh, let me not say the name, but the the dude that was jogging, like they could just be like, yo, mm-hmm. bah, you know, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to be real wise about what I do. Mm-hmm. But I was already not in the best mood in the world. So the fact that he said that to me, I really was like, bro, I will show you what that is. Absolutely, man. You walking out of state? Like, dang. You went to visit somebody and they're making you walk down the street? No, we parked and then we was walking to <laughs> oh, the establishment. Okay. So this so whole story, you kind of telling <laughs> it like, like you were just going to take a stroll down the street. We were walking <laughs> So you're not alone in the situation. No, I wasn't by myself. Uh, he was trying to act like he was all the way alone. No, and no, all no, this no, kind no, of no. And ain't nothing hard here. Here come, here come the context. Ain't nothing hard here. I didn't do anything hard. I ain't, I'm not, nothing, I ain't cool like that. But I was... I was definitely in my in when these kind of things happen, I feel like the world around you kind of melt away. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I was in my own head. Like the other person was there, but it's funny because they're not black. So to them, they kind of like gave me an awkward smile. And was like, you know people who smile who like giggle at funerals? Uh like they're uncomfortable. Yeah, like they're yeah, super uncomfortable just, and they don't know what to say with It's just do. a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, exactly. So they were there and they were just like <laughs> And I my 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 stroll started slowing down because I really was a little bit like, is this person gonna shoot me? And what should I do? And all that. So I, I really wasn't so super paying attention to what they were do doing, especially I noticed that they were like side smiling. And so that red light was long as hell. Dang. Super long. Like, I got to the point where the guy stopped giggling and was looking at me, and I could tell his face was like, I hope that guy does not have a gun. And in my head, I was like, I hope that guy does not mm-hmm. have a gun. So it's a, I hope they don't have a gun showdown. 
And when that red light went off, it was like in slow motion. Typically, if I was him, I would have tried to peel off and go fast. Yeah, but you know that this dude definitely abides by the speed limit. So he was looking both ways. Creeping to make sure that there's he wanted to make sure that there's no side because it was probably let's be honest, it was probably an unprotected (laughs) turn. (laughs) (laughs) We talking about rural in in areas where they they scream this protected turn. It took me three three times to get my license. It means the one that doesn't have the arrow, it has the blinking light. So you Uh, have to wait for oncoming traffic to come (laughs) to be able to so that boy passed that town. Yeah. Yeah. We out here in these streets. I ain't know not a driving thing. Driving with no tickets. We had a ticket ever. right here. Come on, bro. Of course oh, I've had tickets. I was tickets. about to say, damn, I'm, I would have loved you. <laughs> of course I've had tickets, but oh, you whack, anyway. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so yeah, so when the light turned green, he kind of was looking at me, still stayed a foot on the uh, brake, and then slowly... And for a second there, I was like, I know I'm in a little country place, but I was like, I know I've seen some other black people around here. Mm. So I get to the inside the restaurant, and this is the first thing that popped into my mind. I look at the re- I look at the uh, uh, the menu, and you know what the menu said? Try Whites our only? world famous <laughs> fried chicken and waffles <laughs> for dessert. Special watermelon. I was I went to IKEA today too. <laughs> I had it. Yo, that's terrible. I'm I, sorry you had to go through that, Kelby. And in my head, I was like, "Damn it, man! I really want to try this fried chicken." Oh, and it's but, the Dave Chappelle joke. But it's the Dave Chappelle joke. They're gonna know him. <laughs> so then I was like, <laughs> "That was the dead giveaway." <laughs> when they see me order this, it's gonna be. <laughs> So obvious that I'm like, <laughs> maybe I could, maybe I could fit in if I don't order this yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they won't notice the pigmentation of my that's, skin. That's Look at some Dominican man. The inside of my head was racing because I was like, the rest of the stuff in this menu look kind of whack, but this fried chicken. And and I'm looking around. I saw one black guy walking, but guess what? His arm was broken. So I was like, damn it, the Toyota guy got the broken <laughs> oh, arm. No. That guy, oh, he definitely had a gun. Oh, no. So I was I was a little bit worried there. There was another black guy there. His arm was broken. The guys, so what do you want? I was like, um, uh, what, uh, how's the barbecue chicken uh, panini? And he was like, oh, that's pretty good. I was like, uh, well, uh, what? Well, you guys got some noodles, right? Got some noodles. He was like, the noodles. He said, we know, we know your kind of ride. Yeah, he started squinting at me. I started like, squinting back at him. He's all pointing. <laughs> <laughs> so much of my friend said, you know, it's good here. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the fried chicken and waffles. He's like, it's world famous. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who's working there, he's like, dude, everybody orders that. I was like, I don't want to be the one that wanted to ride. So I said it under my breath because I really wanted it. Mm. I was like, yo, let me get the chicken and waffle. He was like, what'd you say? I said, like, oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> I want to find it. You know. <laughs> he was like, say that again. I want to find chicken and waffles, man. Get in the back there and stop making my fried chicken and waffles. <laughs> so luckily, as soon as he arrived with my fried chicken and waffles, 
I turned my head and I saw a full colored, full bodied, able guy <laughs> working in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, I felt okay again. That's all it took. I saw a black guy, and he wasn't like Obama mixed. He was like a black guy wow. with like, like my kind of hair, you know. And I was like, okay, okay, cool. All his phalanges were working. Everything was working fine. He had oily skin and everything. I was like, all right, all right for sure. Yeah, hair net on? Say it again? You have a hair net on? Yeah, no. Nah. They didn't have no form of protection over there. They didn't wear no doggone masks. They didn't wear no hair nets. They had three black people. And trust me, I was hanging out with a white friend. And there was, I saw two black ladies there. And they were just like, oh, yuck. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. They were like, what so I have a question. Yeah. So I'm not black, if you didn't know. <clears throat> but I do love fried chicken. But um, so, no, to be serious. So in a situation like that, right, what would you... How should your white friend have acted? Well, I'll tell you what. I think I think um I think there's multiple ways to look at it. First off, I do recognize that they try to play it off. You know, even even 10 minutes later, <coughs> They were very like trying to like make little little jokes about it and whatever. And I think that there are some people who try to uh, take that path of like, dude, it's no big deal. Keep it pushing and all that kind of stuff. And to be honest with you, that kind of thing hasn't happened to me in a while. I remember like maybe 2016, 2017, my neighbor, my former neighbor, his kid came up to me and like one time he like freaked out at me and I was like, whoa, what's happening? And he turned to his dad full on and was just like, I, I wrote about it on my Facebook. He was like, uh, he said something like, uh, I'm, I'm scared of niggers, something like that. And I was like, damn, this is like a two year old, three year old kid that said that. And even then it didn't hit me that hard, but this one situation for some reason, I don't really know why I just like, I just felt, whoa, you know, and so at the moment, what I did not really want was for my friend to just try and play it off and just be like, oh, no big deal, right? Cause like you didn't want that or you didn't want that? I, I did not want that. Okay. I would, I'd rather they had just not say anything. But I think maybe it's because in my head, I was very like scared that I might, it, it might get violent. Right. You know, because... I don't know if I don't know if y'all ever like talked to a, a like were interested in in somebody and then had to say like I wonder if they like Mexican guys or I wonder if they like Indian guys. Have you ever thought thought that? Mm, probably. Right. Hey, well, I don't know for Chris. It's been forever, but have you ever <laughs> thought that like oh, I wonder if they like Mexican guys? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like that's like a constant thing that's always in my head. Like. But in in every situation, like I wonder if they're okay with black people being here, or I wonder if they're interested in black people. I like that always plays in my head. So when I go to this place, the first thing I did was try and find some black people to look at and feel like, okay, cool, y'all here, I'm here, we're good. If anything happens, y'all got me, I got y'all, we're good. And then, but 
you know, slowly, the more like comfortable you feel, the more you're like, okay, I don't need other people around me. Everybody here feels cool. But then you got a Toyota van guy come and yell at you. Then it's like my eyes is looking all over the place for other black people. And if I can't find y'all, I'm scared now. Cause it's like, you know. So you're saying that even before the van situation, you already feeling like in any situation you go into, you, you're worried about them not being comfortable with you. Oh, yeah. Listen, if I'm not going to, to New York, South Florida, uh, Florida, Georgia, California, Texas, some parts, I'm scared. Like, I'm not shaking my boots scared, but I'm already like. You're aware. Yeah, I'm already like, mm, I don't know. I don't know what's about to happen here. Right. I remember I went to Oklahoma City one time. And the guy who drove my car, like somebody paid for it, and it was a very nice car. As soon as I opened the door and it was an Indian guy, I was like, oh, whew, okay. You know, because in my head, I was like, I'm going to Oklahoma. I know they probably got four black people there. When I got there and that Indian guy opened my door, I was so relieved. I was like, whew, you're here. I'm here. I'm okay. Because he was like a dark-skinned Indian guy. And I, I felt super comfortable. And then once I got to the hotel, and then I saw a couple other black people. I saw a couple other Indian and he told me where everybody was because Oklahoma City is like built in force. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Indian people live there, the white people live there, the black people live there, the Mexican people live there. Boom. So he was like, "If you ever feel like you need to go somewhere, these are the places that you need to go." And once he told me that, I was like, "Cool," because I was uh, I'm not scared, but I just don't know. Like, I just don't know what to anticipate. So do you feel, does it need to be other black people or just other minorities? Listen, the key, the, 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 the preferred would be a black person. However, if a black person is not available at the time, somebody else, a minority, like, uh, Indian person, um, or like, I would I would say like a Filipino person, somebody like that. I'm I'm like, okay, you're here. We're all good, you know. But but there are there are some minorities that I like I don't not to say I don't feel comfortable around, but whenever I need that like quick validation of like you're here, I'm here, sometimes it doesn't work. So that's why it's like another black person is good enough. Because another black person got the same thing going on in their head. What if it's Candace Owens? She, it don't matter. Mm. So that's interesting because I don't know if you saw, there was an interview recently in the last few days with Mark Lamont Hill Mm -hmm. and some white lady. I forgot the girl's, the lady's name, but uh, she asked Mark Lamont Hill, do you feel like all white people are racist? And his answer was yes. And so when I so initially, obviously, there was a visceral reaction by maybe most people that aren't black, I would say. Mm-hmm. But then hearing you tell the story right now, it kind of seems like the maybe you're not um, <clears throat> necessarily thinking that all white people are racist, but it seems like the default is assume that they are um, and, you know, move accordingly based off of that. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. You don't want to move in a certain way where you're not prepared for whatever's coming your way. 
So what I mean by that is y'all got to prove to me if we good, we good. Right. Like, you know, you're stomping grounds, you know, your territory. But I've been in enough places and enough situations like this where it's like, okay, I don't know who's here. And even coming from Florida, where the more north you get, the more mm, sus it gets. You he knows. Yeah. So the more (laughs) the, the, the more north you get, the more they're like, you know, in the south, in South Florida, they'll they'll ask you what hood you're from. In North Florida, they'll say, who let you around these parts? Right? They start, the, the language, like, they asking you the same question, but they asking it in a different way. So, for me, it's like, it's not necessarily that I'm saying, like, oh, everybody is, but I got to act that way for my safety. Because I don't know who's who and who's doing what. Once I feel comfortable and I feel like y'all not going to do nothing to me, then cool. I, I'll let you guys... You know, I'll I'll operate that way. Do you feel like it's a race thing or is it just because no, they're not calling me cutie. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, I, obviously, the, in that situation, you know, the dudes are blatant racist, and you know, I I would understand why. Clearly, you're gonna be on your p's and q's when is that blatant? You know what I mean? Sure. But what, but so when go, taking it back to the Martin Lamont Hill thing, there was some, uh, uh, I guess you could say popular black politicians that responded to Mark Lamont putting up this video of him answering the question that way saying basically you're uh, grouping in all white people together what if all that's like um, how white people say all black people are thugs and gangsters and so when they go around black people they tend to hold their wallets a little bit tighter their purses a little bit tighter you know like feeling like there's going to be a crime done to them <coughs> by mm. that. So would you say that's kind of the same thing? I mean, I'm not upset about, about the comparison. Cause here's the thing. If white people hang around the same group of black people for a while, and that first they're clutching their wallets and they're doing this and they're doing all that just to find out after a month, after two months, after a year, after five years, ain't nothing happened to them. Guess what they're going to do? They're gonna they're gonna change with the times, right? The reason why I'm still like mm, on edge is because not everyone has changed with the times. Not everyone. We got to remember, white people are like seventy seven percent of the population. Yeah. So there are places that they got one. Yeah. Or they got a one mixed family, or they, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or, and they just don't know how to react. When somebody who looks like me comes into the city. So even though I'm comfortable here, I'm comfortable in certain places, I still got to be on my P's and Q's to make sure like, yo, ain't nothing about to happen to me because things can happen. For sure. People still out here doing the same thing. So I'm not going to be upset to say like, oh, y'all clutch your your wallets and whatnot. Okay. After a while, when you realize that we ain't doing nothing to you, then you're good. For sure. And I know, like, um, you know, we were talking about rural areas. When I was living in Vineland, I remember um, I was uh, rooming with a friend. I was staying with a friend at the time. And uh, we had, I think it was like New Year's or Christmas or something like that. One of those, I think it was New Year's. And we had like a New Year's party and I invited my friend who happened to be a black girl. And uh, she came and we were the only two people of color at the party 
right? And, uh, you know, after she left or whatever, um, you know, in a dramatic way, things got kind of kind of weird with all the alcohol, all this kind of stuff. But she ended up leaving. Um, and the things that I heard out of those guys' mouths about why she acted the way that she acted or... How did she act? So she got super drunk and was just getting, like, kind of... Uh, she's a little too much, I guess you could say. So... You know, she started disrespecting maybe some of the or f- the some of the people that were there felt like she was disrespecting some of the people there. In, in what way? Like she was making fun of them, or I mean, just just having an attitude, I guess I could say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was kind of hazy. I was, you know, I was inebriated at the time as well. Okay. But uh, you know, I ended up getting her Uber to go home just because you know it was turning into drama. I think she got into a fight with one of the girls, or something oh like that. Gosh. Okay. Anyways, but but it wasn't like a racial thing. No. Oh, okay. Okay. But it. then it turned into a racial thing. Okay. Right? Because then it was like, that's how these people just are. No. And I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, in my mind, I'm just like, because I think coming from California and, you know, maybe even just being as assimilated as I am, just not really being right. You know, it's like when you see it in your face and you're just like, whoa, I didn't even, I just, I just thought this was in the movies or I just thought this was like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it's kind of, um, it's just, it, it, it's sad that it's out there to the point. And I think like, like you said, uh, you know, if you, if you're so far removed from it, from being in places like California where, you know, uh, where, where just, and it, happens here too, though. Yeah, it does happen it here. Happens but here. I mean, I think the, um, it does happen here for sure. But, um, in certain areas, like you said, it's a different type of racism. So when you tell, when you're saying things like, uh, you know, I have to be worried for my life and things like that, mm-hmm. maybe some people are listening and be like, "What are you talking about?" I know it's, it, it sounds dramatic, yeah. and, and I'm not necessarily saying like I'm tiptoeing everywhere, but I I definitely have my P's and Q's on me. I just, you your, know, your, 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 your like radar is on. Yeah. Oh, for your sure. Sonar. You're Espe- looking at- especially in those like little towns. Like, like nobody really knows the name. Mm-hmm. Like if you go on somewhere, I feel like, I feel like black people, whenever they travel to places that normal black people don't normally go to or live at more to say, they don't live there. You're going to go to the biggest place. If you're going to go to Washington state, you're not going to go to blank little tiny city. You're going to go to Seattle. Right. Hopefully someone at Starbucks can see what's happening. If some if you get into a kerfuffle with somebody. Right. You're not going to just go to just the little tiny towns. So normally. You're doing that on purpose. You know what I'm saying? You're you're just making sure you're in a in a the possible chance of another person who sort of looks like you is somewhat nearby. Right. You know, because, man. As much as people put BLM in their bio, this, that, and the third, there still is that population of people who, like, the moment things get a little dicey, a little this, a little that, they turn right back into what they normally do. For you sure. Know? And, 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 look, it's annoying, and uh, it doesn't mean that your life is on the line, but uh, sometimes it feels like it is. And that's what it is, you know? So, either way, I'm going to buy a gun. You better while you can. What you think, Joe Biden not gonna let us? Man, they they try to come after them guns. I'm, I'm trying to go after them. them it's guys. already hard enough in California to get a gun. 
You got to jump through all kinds of hoops. Yeah, I was just trying to steal one. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we got? Um, it was a big weekend for sports. Was a big weekend for sports. International right. sports. So let's talk about this one first. Are the Suns going to sweep the Bucks? Give me your predicts. Uh, no. No? I think the Bucks will at least get one or two. One or two? Yeah. I'm thinking one, maybe. So, both of those games that the Suns won were at home. Okay. Right? So, now, today, I don't know what the score is right now. They're playing right now. Um, Let me see. But you would assume that, you know, Milwaukee's going to defend, you know, home court. They have their fans there. You know, like, usually the role players play better when they're at home. They're sleeping in their own beds, all that kind of stuff. Oh, well, you're right. Suns lost by 20 points. See? So, 100 to uh, a, uh, 120. So, I mean, <clears throat> obviously, I think that the Suns are a better team overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Milwaukee has better players, but um, mm-hmm. okay. I think that uh, overall, like just the way that the team plays, and Suns are going to have home court advantage, so that game seven is going to be at home. So as long as the Suns win all of their games at home, they're going to win the series, right? Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, there, I didn't think it was going to be a sweep. Anybody that thought it was going to be a sweep just doesn't know basketball. Mm-hmm. Do you consider CP3 uh top 5 point guard of all time? Yeah. Absolutely. He's just uh you know, if CP3 was had like I actually was just listening to this, uh, this earlier today. I think I forget what show it was on, but you know, like Obviously, like Magic Johnson got drafted to the Lakers, mm-hmm. and he had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on his team, and uh, and then you know he had Jerry Buss as his owner. So Magic Johnson was obviously was you know in my eyes the greatest point guard of all time, but he also was put into a very good situation where he can maximize his talent, maximize his opportunity, and get the credit for that as well. Mm-hmm. CP3 on the other hand didn't mm-hmm. have those that same you know like. Like John Morant right now. John Morant is one of the best point guards, I think, in the league. But is he ever going to win a title if he stays in Memphis? Mm-hmm. Most likely not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And same thing with, you know, Trey Young and all these guys. Like, there's a reason why a lot of these players after – it's happening with Dame uh, – with um, – Dame Lillard right now. Mm-hmm. Dame mm-hmm. Lillard. That boy goes crazy. Yeah, that, he, he would be as popular far. as Steph Curry if he got drafted to the Lakers. Yeah. You know what I mean, but what his stat was like? He's the first player to who's Dame. Yeah, I don't know. He has a. I mean, he's he's amazing. There there was one stat that was insane. Like he was the first person to do it. In uh, I think it was the last last year season. Yeah, I'm not sure what the what what, but I'm sure he's broken plenty of records. But you know, a lot of a lot of uh, you know these. People, a lot of these stars are also a product of their situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So even, you know, LeBron James, who's probably top three player of all time, you know, he had to go to Miami to win his first title. Mm-hmm. And he made that move knowing that, you know, I needed, you know, more talent and, and that around me. And, you know, he learned how to win, you know, being around that organization with Pat Riley, Dwayne Wade, you know, and, and, and all those guys who had already won titles with the, before LeBron. And then LeBron was able to go to Cleveland and win one and then obviously go to L.A. and win one. But, you know, it, it, it is, 
you got to have the right circumstances and opportunity around you, Strategy. no matter how great you are. Strategy. Right. So going back to a CP3, I think that just based off of what he's been able to do, no team has ever been worse because CP3 was on their team. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's one of the best leaders in the NBA. I know, you know, he he has a certain type of <clears throat> certain type. A lot of players may have said that, you know, he rubs people the wrong way. But, you know, who else did that? Jordan. You know who else did that? Kobe. A lot of these greats are known for being really tough teammates because they expect a certain level of um, work ethic, um, you know, a certain level of, you know, hard, like playing practice, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. CP3 has that mentality without the championship. So Without the teams. Well, more well, importantly, the championships, right? So, yeah. like, when you listen to a Jordan, you're like, oh, yeah, well, Jordan's been MVP and, you know, he's won know this many championships so he's the best player on our team so on and so forth kobe says it you're like yo this guy's been decorated you know all nba all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. chris paul says it and does it you know maybe not everybody respects him on the team just because what if you won yeah he didn't have it yeah so Damn. cp3 with the championship but now all of a sudden he's elevated into that you know one of the you know one of the top five i think does it mean anything that he's just gonna have one um there's so many people that are considered great players that have zero yeah look at Allen Iverson Allen Iverson Charles Barkley Carl Malone John Stockton Mm. right and then you look at um guys like Kevin Garnett he only has one Paul Pierce he only has one you know these are guys that are considered great it's it's really hard there's not too there's a very limited amount of players that are all-time greats that have multiple championships you know what I mean yeah yeah that's, That's why what I makes like, it that uh, um, that uh, um, uh, Oakland team so crazy. Golden State, Golden State. Mm-hmm. That like that period of time, yeah, is just insane. And just imagine how many times has been had the Lakers have been able to do that. Damn. Over they're, they're multiple de- now, right? 19? Every si- they're at seventeen right now. Every single decade since the eighties, they've been, they've had. Some kind of uh, three-peat or back-to-back championships. In Boston, it was what, 18? 17 as well. Man, that's crazy. Yep. But the crazy thing is is that Boston was so far ahead of the Lakers till Jerry Buss got the team. Since Jerry Buss has had the team, I think he's won 11 championships. And Boston was, was at, I think, like maybe like 14 or 15 at that time. Wow. Man, that, it just goes to show you. I, I also saw that uh, the uh, USA team just lost to Nigeria. Lost to Nigeria by one point. Was it three points? Three points. Whoa! In a scrimmage. Yep. Why they let J Cole do that? No, just kidding. <laughs> That's Rwanda, sir. I know. I know. I, know. <laughs> I guess all African countries are the same to you. <laughs> yeah. But it's it, it's interesting. I mean, like, Isn't look, that crazy. The, the rest of the rest of the world has caught up when it comes to basketball. You think so? Yeah. I mean, think about some of the stars in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are international players. That's true. And that Nigeria team had probably five or six players that were in the NBA. Mm. Not like superstars, but like people that were that were in the NBA. Pretty good. You know, so you're playing against NBA players. And, you know, if you're off and, you know... Team Team USA obviously has the best talent. You should you would say, but when you look at international teams, they have a lot more cohe- cohesiveness, mm-hmm. just because these guys play with each other all the time. 
Right. Versus USA team, they just pulling in. It's like street balls. Yeah. yeah. Different teams and whatnot. Right. They're not like playing like international sports in countries other than the US are much bigger than their local sports. You know what I mean? Just so like this this weekend we had Euro Cup going on. The Euro Cup finals just happened today. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to Italy beating England. Um, Copa Copa America finals were yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, Brazil versus Argentina. Argentina won. Messi finally got and think and then you know the biggest thing. So Messi is one of the give him a round of applause, Chris. <laughs> Messi is this guy one of never the, knows the buttons. Never. It's, He's it's only press his soundboard. It's only his soundboard. Good job. Um, good, job but, good job. Good job. Um, you know, Messi being one of the greatest soccer players of all time, football players, mm-hmm. you know, and everywhere else but here. Mm-hmm. Um, his biggest knock was he's never won a trophy with Argentina. And you know he finally he finally got that monkey off his back yesterday. Damn! Congratulations. Yeah. And so like that, like it's so big internationally to be able to win with your country, Damn. you know. And uh, here it's not that big of a deal. Yo, because we win everything anyway. <laughs> clearly not against not clearly not basketball. Yo, Never listen, winning no, anything in soccer. Once it really matters. No, yeah. no, our soccer team is <laughs> Matter of fact, they called me and was like, "Yo, you trying to play?" <laughs> I was, like, I was like, I haven't gotten off the couch in seven years. <laughs> Bro, he, 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 he said he could hoop in the league and NBA. He said he could be a quarterback. And now he's saying he could I'll play. I'll tell you one thing. I could have been a quarterback. I'll tell you that. Um, okay, so let's get to the sport that you love a lot. I saw that brother talking that trash after he broke his own leg. Mm. <laughs> what a fight, what a fight, what he a night. He took that one step back and he was like, yo, I'm going to still DM your girl. Dude. That's important. Conor McGregor is a different level of just hatefulness. Like when it gets into fight mode. I love it. I thought it was amazing. You didn't like it? Nah, I don't like that. What 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 didn't you like? I don't like it in uh when it gets when you know wives and family and kids and all that kind of stuff. I don't. I, I'm not a big fan. I, you know, the, the dogs. The dogs feel me too. Like I, we ain't big fans of all that nonsense. Really? Yeah. I mean, look. The funny thing about I couldn't even understand what he was saying. He said, "I was like, oh snap! I had to get the, the closed caption on." Oh wait, with Connor? Yeah. I, I yeah. But you know, saying. the the crazy thing about it is, you know, Connor said all this stuff about Dustin's wife and show the DM and all this kind of stuff, right? And uh that's not what Dustin was upset about. He's like, you know, my wife's solid. Whatever he says, I know that, you know, she's not doing nothing. But the thing that really upset him and the reason why he was so upset even after the fight was when he said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to murder you and I'm going to you're going to be leaving in a casket. And he's mm-hmm. like, you don't talk, you don't wish that. Uh, you don't even joke about, you know, killing somebody, especially in the type of sport we're in because it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's the thing that he felt like taking all the line, but you know Connor's a habitual line stepper. Like, <laughs> that's like what made him a superstar. Yeah, I mean, I think part of partly it was that, but I think obviously he had the skill to back it up. Definitely. And he was starting people, you're but good on the mic, like when you are, when you not only good, but when you're like spicy to the point where everyone say, "Whoa, what did he say?" Right? You know, it's true. But um, you know, he's he's in his last seven fights, he's lost four of them. Yikes. Um, but you know what? 
the next fight he has, if he ever comes back, who knows if you know he he's gonna want to come back after such a gruesome injury. Uh, you know he'll still he'll still have one of the highest pay per views no matter who he fights, and he'll still make a lot of money. And he's built a brand that you know is pretty pretty uh, unimpeachable at this moment as far as being able to make money. Now, <clears throat> so this was a big pay per view fight. Yeah, anything Connor's involved in is gonna be one of the biggest pay per views of all time. Uh, so. Is it true he made $25 million? I would say easily. I thought for some reason that they said that the UFC guys don't make a lot of money. So, that's... I mean, that is all a matter of, like, perspective. Okay, so they're saying if this was a different so league I, or something, that 25 could have easily been $100 million. No, I don't think they... they so, nobody is complaining about what Connor's making. It's okay. more about just, like, the everyday fighter so the problem is what people do is they compare mma fighting to boxing okay but they only talk about the top echelon of boxer uh, and they don't talk about necessarily the average boxer so the average boxer in you know fights in a promotion they're getting let's say they're getting three or four fights uh a year right just like the average ufc fighters getting like uh three or four fights a year mm -hmm. The, the entry level for boxing is making maybe $500 a fight. The minimum you're making with the UFC, minimum, meaning you just show up and you lose that fight, is $12,000. Okay. Okay? Now, six years ago, that same number was $2,000 for the UFC. Nice. So in six years, they've been able to up that base salary six times. Okay. So think about a job where you've been able to take the entry level job, entry level is the lowest paid person, and their salary has increased by six times in in six years. Are, are those fights on TV? Yeah. Every single one of them. Everything that UFC does is on TV. Okay. So the the number that people really talk about is so most. Um, Organizations that have a, a union like the NFL, the NBA, things like that. There's a profit sharing between the league and the owners and the players. And usually that number is like 49%, 50%. usually like a 50-50 split. Whereas when you look at the UFC, it's more around like 19, 18% that goes to the, to the fighters. Okay. So... Obviously, when you look at it in that perspective, you're like, well, you know, these other sports are making more. However, the UFC brand is unlike any other brand in fighting. Right? You can't care, compare the UFC to the NFL or to the to NBA. It's, it's a much different game, much different league, and they've been around much longer than the UFC, right? Mm -hmm. So... But when you look at, so I was looking at this because usually the they, they, they compare it to boxing, right? So a couple weeks ago... Gervonta Davis was fighting an undefeated fighter that was a champion at 140. And I forget the guy's name at this time, which is bad because he's a really good fighter. He was undefeated. So Gervonta Davis undefeated. This guy's undefeated. And he was the champ. Gervonta Davis went up to be able to um, to be able to fight this guy. Gervonta Davis won. And I ended up going to this guy's Twitter page because I was like, yo, this is a really dope fighter. Let me um, follow him. He had probably like, 6,000, 7,000 followers. He was the champion of the world? Yeah, he was a world champ at 140. Oh, okay. Okay, so then I went to... You said 140, I understand. 
the weight 140. No, I understand. Okay, so then like, I went to typically people like the bigger people, like the heavyweight people. Well, Unless I mean, Javante like, Davis has a pretty nice following. It, it, it's it's about who's promoting you, right? Javante Davis oh, is promoted okay, by okay, Floyd Mayweather, so he's gonna have a lot more. So, anyways, then I looked at um, Chase Hooper, who is a fighter for the UFC. You know, not necessarily like a world beater. Isn't on main cards. He's uh, he's a you know he's a prelim fighter. Um, has lost his last few fights, so on and so forth. This kid has 17,000 followers mm-hmm. on Twitter, on Twitter, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not even talking about Instagram and all this kind of stuff where they probably have bigger followings than, than this. Mm-hmm. But the difference, the other fighter, the boxer has way more accolades, undefeated record, was a world champion, and he doesn't have the publicity that Chase Hooper does just being part of the UFC brand. So a lot of the money that UFC has is going towards building this brand they build a lot of like um uh facilities for these guys to be able to go and use train at work with doctors so on and so forth they are constantly building this brand um as far as like making it bigger and bigger so when you become a part of the ufc you have that machine that's behind you to build your brand now remember when we were talking about earlier about entrepreneurism before being an employee Mm -hmm. So if you have that machine, what you do with it is up to you, right? Mm-hmm. Some people are doing with it and, and starting podcasts and merch deals and all this kind of stuff, creating their own brand and making a lot of money, probably more money off of um, just sponsorships and uh, and all the you know extracurriculars that they're doing, opening up gyms, all this kind of stuff, than they do make they make fighting. Mm-hmm. But they're gaining all this popularity off of being being able to say they're a UFC fighter. Course, yeah. Now, other people are just like, you know, that aren't as entrepreneurial are saying, look, why is this guy making a million dollars in boxing and why am I only making 250,000, 300,000, you know, fighting? Mm-hmm. So it's all about like a matter of perspective. Could fighters in the UFC get paid more? Probably, but um, you'll never find a fighter in any sport or a basketball player or an athlete in any sport that says they're paying, they're getting paid too much. You no, know what I mean? They're always going to say, you know, we could get paid more. I, I saw an interesting uh, thing that Ice Cube said the other day. He said that most leagues, most new leagues don't last more than four years and except for the UFC. <laughs> and he said that this year, bless you, I think, uh, for a big three league is a huge year because it's their fourth year mm-hmm. and he was saying this is the typically the year where people find out if this is a league league or if this is done for and the fact that they signed a deal with Triller and they're going to be on um, I think CBS or yeah, something like think, that yeah um, this is huge news give, give Ice Cube a round of applause now. Ice Cube is has Ice Cube ever failed at anything that he's done <laughs> Seems like if he puts I'm his sure name to it, has. it's going to be great. I'm sure he has, which is why he he's good at the things he's good at. Right. Um, you know, it doesn't come from just being, you know, just succeeding. Um, but Ice Cube and LL Cool J are two dudes that know business, and they figure that thing out real well. Uh, so congratulations to the to those guys. Um, I actually, I knew this, but in, I just don't remember which year, if it was for two years ago, which it, it probably was because there wasn't a big three last year. But uh, Lisa Leslie, coach of the year 
for Big Three, which I think is pretty amazing. Yeah. Another round of applause for her. Lisa Leslie, legendary um, ball player in the WNBA. Who, One of the GOATs. Uh, you know, she's pretty, she's Jordan of the WNBA. Yeah. So that, that's pretty amazing stuff um, that's happening in sports, you know, post-pandemic sports. Has, it's been a tough time um, trying to even get people to watch. You know, the last few finals uh, across the board for everything has been low views. Um, we're talking Super Bowl. We're talking NBA Finals. The past two years have been, you know, not a lot of people watching them. Um, I think it ticked up this year. Uh, definitely. Year. And, I, and I think that they, they, they're, they're solving some of the issues why people didn't want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I actually was kind of interested in, in the, in the, uh, NBA, uh, playoffs this year more than typically other years. I typically am just kind of like, oh, okay, I'll watch it. And then I'll watch the finals this year. The finals is kind of boring, but the playoffs was pretty exciting. And you know, what's funny is, um, this year. So last year, the Lakers were in with Miami, which are two big market teams. Yeah, exactly. And this year it's the Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks, which are two small market teams. Mm-hmm. And the finals are actually pulling better numbers than they did last year. Definitely. But so this is a big, huge kind of thing as far as like, yeah. not just opportunity, but you know, there's this constant, um, debate and I've had it with some of my friends. You know, I have a friend that lives in Orlando and, you know, I'm a Laker fan. He's a Magic fan, Orlando Magic fan. He's like, the, the Orlando Magic could never be as good or contend with a team like the Lakers just because nobody wants to be in Orlando. Everybody wants to be in L.A. But it shows, you know, if a team has the right mentality, you know, develops the right type of relationship, develops the right type of players, you can have a lot of success. Sure. And, you know, like the Suns are going all in, obviously get making the trade for Chris Paul, developing a guy like Devin Booker, building the team around him. You know, you got to have some luck. Obviously, they had a lot of early round picks, you know, a guy like DeAndre Ayton, a guy like Devin Booker, so on and so forth. And then you look at Milwaukee, obviously being able to pick a guy like Giannis and draft a guy like Middleton and then bring over a guy like Drew Holiday. But if you have that mentality that, oh, I'm a small market team and I'm going to, focus on just maximizing my profit versus going after a championship obviously you're not gonna there's a different way small market teams have to go about building a championship team than a team like the lakers team like golden state obviously there's gonna and team like a knicks you know obviously there's gonna be um advantages to being in a big market but that doesn't mean it can't be done you just gotta be creative right it's true and 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 it it always seems like people don't want to watch. Now, I, I think last year was just an exception. If 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 this was 2018 and it was Lakers in Miami, the numbers would be out of here. Yeah. But and I think they were going up against NFL at that time, too, which is There's that. Tough. But, I mean, it was honestly a lot of the BLM stuff that yeah. caused a lot of people to not want to watch. Um, and it was just COVID year, you know, like. <sighs> you would think it'd be higher, though, during COVID because everybody's home. Um, well, it was September, October-ish. Still. Yeah, but it was September, October after everybody's been home for months and months and months. And everyone just kind of like angry. The whole country's angry at right. politics. People are upset. People just were In not the interested. thick of politics, yeah. They yeah. were just not interested. Um, but I, I do understand that they just had to do what they had to do just for the year. Um, but if this were just two years before, if it was Golden State, versus Miami or uh, uh, Lakers versus Knicks or something like Boston. that. Even that, it would just be insane. Mm-hmm. But last year, it was just kind of like, meh. Like, some people don't even count it. Like, some people are just like, mm. it was the... Uh, the Usually bubble, Laker haters. The bubble championship. Like, mm, okay. Laker haters. You know? Um, 
And I would even say like the folks uh, at um, in Miami, it seems like they just like went home. <laughs> they were just like, oh, okay. We lost. Yeah. What's my boy's name? Um, Jimmy. Jimmy Butler. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. Butler. You know, he, it was just like he lost and he was like, oh. I don't think that's true. Jimmy Butler is too fierce to be thinking. Uh, he probably thought about that every single day. That's the closest he ever got to a championship. Pretty darn close. That's the closest he ever he got. Gets there again. Yeah. Instead of smashing reporters. Allegedly. <laughs> what do we have next? Is there is sports done? Sports yeah, done? man. That was the longest we've ever gone about sports. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Chris, I didn't hear you say much about sports. Go get them. <laughs> wow. The boy's going crazy. I never was really into sports. I watched baseball when I was a kid. Chris does. What? You don't like baseball anymore? I do. So do. I just, I haven't You been following Otani? No. Hey, yo. Wow. Isn't there a Laker, not Laker, a Dodger uh, player that got arrested for marijuana? You heard Is about it? that? No. I didn't hear. White guy. Laker guy. In Texas, yeah. Uh-oh. Andrew uh, uh, Alex Caruso. That's it. So, okay, I mixed it up. So it was a Laker guy who got arrested for marijuana. Mm-hmm. They can Texas. let him off the team? No. Weed? That's, that's stuff's, uh, that stuff's legal in L.A. I thought they were talking about distributing, no? Nah, nah. He okay, just got he just caught had it on in it. Texas. Yeah. In Texas with it? Does that change anything? I don't know if it's legal in Texas. I don't know. Well, it, it might be, actually. Well, yes. Yeah, Maybe he had too much. You know, you can only have a certain amount. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was. But, um, yeah, he's fine. I don't think there's... Well, you know, Lil Bebe had uh, weed on him in France. And two seconds after, they said, Lil Bebe, we love you. You and James Harden. James Harden was out there looking like a monk. Dude. That was Fashion Week, right? They were out there for Fashion Week. Oh, was it that way? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's why they were dressed the way they were, but... That 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 video of them where they look all like frightened. Yeah, <laughs> they probably just finished smoking the zombies. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> they came, you didn't see that video when little baby came out and he, they were like, "Little baby, we love you." And he's just like, Ugh. and then like twenty thirty minutes later, this video comes out with little baby in the back of a <laughs> the back of a van because he's probably like, "Man, I got this all on me right now." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there are way too many cameras out here. Harden and Harden's like, uh, uh, uh where uh, we go? Where do we go? Like, I, in my head, I was like, oh, like, little baby popped a perk. Yeah, but no, nah, you know, it was probably crazy. They probably got so high that they forgot where they were <laughs> and who they were. They're like, yo, we are James Harden and little baby at at, at Francis Fashion Week. <laughs> do we really think we could walk these streets without anybody knowing? James Harden's like, maybe I could hide in my beard. <laughs> nah, nah, homie, you're the tallest dude in. France right now. <laughs> Little baby was so he was so confused before he got arrested. He came out just staring at her. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Little baby, oh, I love you. Oh man, had me cracking up. Oh man. Well, we're glad that he's free. He said he's gonna be back. Yeah, free little baby. No, he's free. No, he keep, he, keep he little baby free. <laughs> keep, keep. <laughs> See, that's what happens when you don't ask if France got black people. <laughs> when you go to France, you gotta be like, yo, do they got a noir people here? <laughs> like, they do. Okay, I'm about have, I'm about to have my perks on me, my zippets. That's funny. Um, did you guys see uh, my boy Aubrey at at uh, at Dodger the game? Dodger game, but nah, there was no game. game. With no people with and no game. There, there was a game. He, oh, he was there was some, some game. game. 
Yeah. So my question here is an, is a, is one that's slightly off. So the lady who the kind lady who's the gorgeous, kind lady gorgeous is her her child plays. At, he's a number one recruit. He's a number one recruit at Sierra Canyon. Yeah, same school that Lil Bronny plays at. Uh-huh. But this, this kid is the true. Story. Yeah. Okay. How did the kids react to that? That your mom is dating Drake. Is that cool or is that not cool? I don't know. I'm trying to find out because you know Drake. Like he done been through them all. Yeah. So, so is that like that's dope or is is that? Well, think about like your favorite celebrity, mm-hmm. and if that person was dating your mom, how would you feel? I mean, but that's why I think it's different because it's like, who's my mom? So, like, is this? I don't understand the question. So, like, if it's my mom, that's yeah. not in the industry, anything like that, right. that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's gonna be weird. But maybe she's the type. She's like. Dating guys like that all the time. Oh, yeah. She what dated she a do? basketball player. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So oh, like, oh, it oh. might be different for for her. Maybe I mean I'm sure. Maybe her uh, baby daddy that you know birthed this dude obviously <laughs> had to have some kind of <laughs> physical ability for his son to be as uh, athletic as he is. You know. Well, so the story has it that the basketball player that this young lady woman. Was dating before is the one who taught this young guy how to play basketball. Mm. Gave him all the skills. Chef curried him. And did everything that they got to do to get him to be who he is now. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Aubrey's been dating this lady for a few months. But he's also super tight with the kid. Teaching him how to become famous. How to deal with this, that, and the third. All this stuff. We thought they was just chilling and, and as compadres. No, nah, everybody thought Drake was coming for LeBron and Bronny. Yes, exactly. Everybody thought that Drake Everybody was at the thought- game because LeBron was there and to watch Bron, Bronny. Then all of a sudden, yeah, then all of a sudden, helicopter goes over Dodger Stadium and they're like, wait a minute. Question for you guys. Planned or not planned? Planned. Planned? Everything Drake does is planned. His team won't let him do anything. Did you about- see the video, Chris? No. Something inside of me says that it's too coincidental for it to not be planned. What has but Aubrey ever done time? that's not planned? There's only been one thing in life. <laughs> and that was... kid? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, maybe that wasn't planned, but <laughs> it was uh, Pusha T's... Did, like, back and forth with Pusha T that got to a certain point, and he what happened? Handle, he couldn't handle the smoke. And then what happened? He had to back out. The team. The team pulled the plug. Jay Prince came out, started making his rounds, calling uh, calling uh, Pusha T all kinds of pigs in the mud and all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? See, that's what I'm t- trying to tell you. Like the person who needs a defendant looks like a punk. <laughs> yeah, but does anybody not think that Drake is, ain't a punk? Come on, man. Drake ain't no punk. Is this oh, okay. a video here? Him at a giant dinner table? Yes. yes. At, at, at an empty Dodger Stadium with a beautiful woman. And at the same... So the funny thing is... So I, I mentioned this before. Like, he was texting Nikki on her live because she was announcing the whole lot of whole lot of money remix. Uh-huh. Right? And she... And Nikki goes... Yeah, he had texted me telling me, be a cute. Get back to your little big booty thing. And as we're watching it, we're just like, okay. But, oh, wait a second. He was with... 
But don't you think? Don't you think at this point Drake probably plays it all on the line, tells them what it is, and they're just like, okay. Oh, they have. There's no way you're a a, a human being going out on a date with Drake and thinking like, oh, he, it's just me. Right. (laughs) The guy has two mansions in two countries. Right. And he calls himself certified lover boy. It's just album promotion. You can't be certified lover boy with only one person to love. You can't do that. You can't. You ain't certified at (laughs) that point. So it takes it takes a lot of uh, hours to be able to be certified in anything. (laughs) (laughs) You have a point. Here's another reason why I think that it is planned because. Damn it! I lost it. It. it, I, I definitely think it. It is planned but he did a real good job of making it feel like it's not that's not basil no 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 <laughs> that's grand that's grandma like, basil got a color got some color to it no no, no. that's granny so like do you think it was but what's the angle oh here's why i think it's planned so when i first saw it i think i saw it on like grand wizard's instagram page and I was just like, oh, okay, that's very Drake-ish. Like a very Drake thing to do. I'm going to shut down the, the, the Dodger Stadium. I'm in L.A. for like two weeks. I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to take a girl out for dinner. I was like, oh, okay. That's a Drake thing to do. But then it was the news of the day. It was on everything. And I was like, this is not big enough news for it to be everywhere the way that it was. So then I was like, oh, this is 100% some form of promotion promotion, or maybe he just needs his name hot for a second. Some form of promotion. But the one thing that is like is the fact that it's this kid's mom. Like, I'd understand if it was just like an Instagram girl, you know. Right. But this kid's mom who the kid is huge right the kid is the kid is the the actual star his mom is gorgeous and beautiful and everything like that but it's like that's one that you keep quiet you know, you see what i'm saying she's not like a uh, like yeah she's yeah, not in she's the industry not, yeah and stuff she's like not that. just like a girl that you just so what do you think the angle is around. so now, that's why i'm confused i'm like this is very promotional but this is also not and and his body language when the helicopter caught him was just like oh oh shoot uh uh, well, maybe. Know. Well, first of all, I don't think that he there was a way of keeping that a secret. You don't do, but you can't you don't flex that way. No, you can't rent out Dodger Stadium without people finding out, bro. On a helicopter? Well, the helicopter probably was after some like somebody found out, told the news or whatever, and then they were like, "Let's fly this helicopter over and see it." You not? You don't? Wait, like, that, wait, wait, wait. You that think sounds you could, very private to me, though? Because I don't, I'm not gonna know what's happening. If it that. was private, they would be up in a place where you can't be seen. He's That's sitting what in the middle of the stadium. <laughs> no, it, wait, is pass? it the middle of the stadium? It's not. It's like it's it's, it's, in, it's on it's the ground the though. But the thing What's is, in the dugout? how are you gonna sit in Dodger Stadium, all the lights on? We all know full well there's no game. <laughs> you think we're gonna be like, oh, that's crazy. They just keep the lights on. But what I'm well, you never know. Like, and I think the neighbors would probably have seen the lights on at some point in time, but there's no game happening. Right. They could have been doing whatever in there. No, but so I think the average person would have just been like, oh, okay. I don't think so, right? man. I think that I would have never I been think like, that the oh, Dodger schedule in there. is pretty public. 
Plus, it's like you can't shut down the Staples Center without somebody knowing the Staples Center shut down for something. I would never know. You but wouldn't, but I'm sure like somebody would. Think about mm-hmm. where Dodger Stadium is, though. There's a lot of all it would traffic, take. Air where is that Dodger Stadium? Downtown. Downtown. downtown, downtown, downtown. LA? downtown all it would LA. take. Is, all it would take is one person that works at Dodger Stadium to tell people, "Yo, Drake, Drake rented out the whole stadium." For that rumor to just start spreading. That's freaking crazy. You, by the way, I found out that he made a sizable donation to the team and they gave him the the, the ability to do that. Yeah, exactly. So cool. it wasn't like a rent rent out. But it also made me wonder, like, why are you, why are you giving a donation to the team? I think it's just a flex. It really is. But for this lady. But maybe she's in on it. I think just in general. Maybe it's a promotion for both sides. It could be because everybody's talking about the kid now. Yeah. And the kid is a number one prospect. Get his numbers up on Instagram yeah. and YouTube and all that stuff. Especially By now, the time think he about it. a sneaker deal. Oh, wait. Now the he's going to go to college yeah. and he can get paid. Right. Oh, damn. Drake is smart. And, uh, and segue, you saw, did, you, did you end up being able to watch the Academics uh, So Flagrant um, podcast? I watched all 17 hours of them. You watched all four hours? I watched it all. But you saw it. It was amazing. One of the best podcasts I've ever I've ever sat through and seen. What, 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 what Schultz and Akash and that whole team is doing is amazing. I recommend going and watch their podcast, obviously, after you watch ours. But, um, but there was that whole segment that... Um, academics was talking about why Drake is the greatest in his eyes, of and it had a but lot to do a with a billion times. Yeah, and it has a lot to do with not necessarily his ability to write and make music and all this kind of stuff. It's his ability of just that being smart business wise, and instead of seeing everybody as competition, being able to see trends before they happen mm-hmm. and uh, becoming part of the trend mm-hmm. so that they don't become competition. Yeah, I mean, the dude's strategy is, is just next level. And I think that his, he's, he's very, like, the, the able, the ability to be the variable piece in so many pieces of music is also just, like, a talent that not everybody has. You know, like, Jay-Z is a great rapper, and he makes really good music. But could Jay-Z go do a song with WizKid and then on the next day go do a song with Hedy One and then go do a song with Dave and then sing with The Weeknd? It's like it's like a perfect storm. He that, might you know be able saying? to, but I don't think Jay-Z th- thinks that way. Right, exactly. <laughs> and what I mean by that is I, don't, I think that one of the things like that, at least from what academics was saying, it's kind of like, you know how you just said that the person that needs to be uh, defended looks kind of like soft. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, if Drake to stay relevant is using, you know, all these different sounds and all these different artists, if people look at it that way, they kind of be like, yo, Drake, you kind of soft, man. You can't even do this on your own. You always needed all these features or being with all these, you know, up and coming artists and stuff like that. And that's what Ak was saying is like most people look at it like Drake's helping these guys out, but what Drake's actually doing is 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 He's helping ke- himself out, ke- helping himself out in two ways. One, m- keeping his name relevant with the young kids because he's on tracks with these guys that have you know um, more of a younger audience. But two, he's now eliminating the competition mm-hmm. by becoming friends with them. Now the funny thing about that, I mean, I, I think that 
Drake has more musical variety in his arsenal than Jay-Z does. Because mm-hmm. Jay-Z has the ability to rap better than Drake. But Drake has the ability to make more... Uh, Drake is more of a pop star than Yeah, he, than has, he has that Jay-Z. reach of like... Ra- rapper fans can like Drake. Like R&B fans. fans. Yeah, like everybody can like Drake. It, he has that thing for everybody. Right. Um, but notice this. Like the guy is really just next level with the strategy. He'll make a playlist or a mixtape and have everybody on it as a feature. Right. And then he makes his album and it, and there's like two features and it's like his real good buddies. It's like a future feature and like a Wayne feature and then 20 songs, just him by himself mm-hmm. or like a small feature. That's not a real feature. Like the city girls in the Kiki song. Like, it's not a feature, but it's a feature. Right. And it's like, and and those are the project projects that does a million first week. The playlists, the mixtapes, they'll do 500, 600, 7. But then the album that is mainly him, it it's going to hit a million. And it's like, I think it's, I think there's so many layers to this that just like, Man, if I could just learn, there's two people in this industry that their business is so on point. If I could, if I could learn to do some of their tactics, I would be on a different level. But but one of them, you you have to cut your heart out a little bit to do it. That fifty? No, no, it's Tyler Perry. Oh, okay. His business acumen is just incredible. He's always going to win. Even if you lose or everybody else doesn't win as much, the the thing about Tyler Perry is, first of all, his money is going to be right. And number two, even if he does a bad job, like he writes a poor script or he makes a bad movie, he always has the people who are like, yo, you can't criticize him because he's giving black people work. He's giving black people opportunities. He's paying black people. And it kind of shields him from the from anybody saying like, yo, this thing is not good. Right. You're, not, you're almost not allowed to say it anymore because him and Spike Lee pieced it up. So it's like this guy moved on so much strategy that like, man, like he's a billionaire. Right. He, he's a billionaire off of strategy. And the next guy is this guy, Aubrey. Like he got to this level where his sound could have fallen off so long ago. It could have easily, boom. I feel like 2016, 2017 is when I was like, all right, I think that this thing is about to go downward. And I remember telling people that, and they were just like, no, dude, it's about to go up. And I had a friend who, I had a couple friends that made music with him. And they were like, you don't even know what's on the way. And I was like, as a fan, I just can't see it continuing. That was five years ago. Yeah, and I think it's because... That's crazy. I think it's because Drake has a lot of humility in uh, industry that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't have a lot of humility, right? So I think Drake obviously raps braggadocious on his records and stuff like that. Right. But internally, I think he understands to be humble because if you look at some of these other guys that may have had uh, similar talent to Drake, 
they get caught up in the whole beefs they get caught up in the whole competition you know rap is a full contact you know what i mean whereas what drake does is he takes these people under his wing Mm. um before they become superstars and then you know creates that friendship and now you can't go at your friend never you can't go at the dude who who gave you your first number one hit and you know what and that he has a lot of power he know understands his leverage. He, he has a lot of power, which is the same thing that Tyler Perry does. He understands yeah. his leverage yeah. and uses it smartly. So, so in a, a thing where he could have been f you, Spike Lee, I'm so much bigger than you, and all this kind of stuff. He understood. Hey, why don't I just name one of these buildings after Spike Lee, yeah. piece this up, and then I have no problems now. I'm gonna use this guy. I'm gonna use this guy as an ally. Makes it, it makes me look so much better. And the people who hated me. Because they agreed with Spike Lee. Now Spike is saying everything is cool. Guess what? Y'all going to be watching. My exactly. It's a different, like, these guys think, uh, what is the name of that book? Or, you know, 50, 50 Law. Yeah. Or Sun Tzu's Art of War. Whichever one. Um, the, 48 Laws of Power. 48 Laws of Power. These guys think on that level. Yeah. To stay who they are. I'll never forget, I went to the uh, Drake concert with uh, Redman. And, and and this is when um, Scorpion came out, which is my least favorite Drake album. I think I just think it's not good. Um, and somehow I knew every word in that concert. I was swinging my hips like a chick. <laughs> but Block Boy JB came out and he performed this song. The guy gave everything he had on that stage. And I remember this one moment where Drake came up to him and it was like a dad with his kid. And he put his arm around him, gave him a couple pats. He was like, good job, buddy. Sent him back down the stairs. And then the music changed, the lights changed. And he he gained control of the show again. And I was just like, damn, that was just like a guy, like a dad. who, Who was just like, here's your spot. Here's your shot, bud. Do what you can. Hopefully it lands. If not, you can't say, I didn't give you the opportunity. And it's like the new mentality of this generation, right? So you look at it even in like the sports world mm-hmm. in the NBA right now. It's all about super teams. Well, the generation before, like a Kobe Bryant, like these Jordans, Charles Barkley, all these guys that are like from the older generation, Shaq, they're all anti these super teams. But these younger generation, like the LeBrons and the Steph Currys and all this kind of stuff, they're cool. Bring any superstar you want over here. Let's create these super teams and all this kind of stuff. It's the same type of thing with music. Like Drake is probably the first artist of that new generation that's like, let's create the super teams. And you know who he probably learned it from? Lil Wayne, who was cool with being on super teams and stuff like that, right? Whereas um, the generation before that was all about, nah, competition dmx isn't gonna partner up with nobody he's like he's like i'm anti-jay-z and jay-z's like my label mate you know what i mean and like mm-hmm. you know like uh that's how eminem used to think yeah remember when uh eminem uh lil wayne was trying to get on a song with eminem and eminem was like nah i ain't doing that's that. it right it, but then eventually when he did the song with for sure crazy. but at the end of the day they're like that being the greatest of all time and having that competition was like meant something yeah right yep, whereas yep, now drake um, it's really smart where he gets these guys when they're still fans of his mm-hmm. before they look at him as like competition. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas like a guy like Kendrick looked at him as comp- like Kendrick comes from that is cut from that cloth, which is like I'm gonna just I'm gonna just rock out with my guys. Kendrick isn't Mister Feature. He's not doing all these songs. But, with but you know what's funny? 
Drake did that song with Kendrick. Uh, you know what song I'm talking about, right? Mm-mm. Poetic Justice. He did that Poetic Justice song where everybody said Drake washed Kendrick on the song. I don't think he washed him, but his verse was nice. But Drake tells this story about how he took Kendrick on tour. This is Take Care Time. Do you know that song on Take Care that features Kendrick? I had no clue who Kendrick was at the time. No, no, no. Drake took Kendrick out on that tour and introduced him to the world. When they were saying, oh, you got to bring an R&B act with you. And he was like, no, no, I'm going to take, I'm going to bring Kendrick with me. And he never once says, I showed Kendrick to the world. But he says, he said that story in a way that was kind of like spicy, <laughs> not spicy, but you just kind of like got to read between the lines to say like, yeah, they told me to bring this person and that person, but I brought Kendrick with me and it was a big old tour. <laughs> For sure. But I'm team Kendrick. Oh, I mean, whatever. Wait, do we, after this latest Cole album, do you think he's still top three? Cole to me is in a different genre. Mm. I don't consider him like rap, rap. I mean, he's rap, but like, there's so many different levels of rap. You know what I mean? Like, he's not hood rap. He's not like you know. I think J Cole's like trying to make art now, where I don't think rap necessarily has a lot of people that are trying to make art. I think people are just trying to make hits. I don't think J. Cole is like creating songs to be like, I need this to be a hit. Yeah, he he don't got a hit right now. So like for me, it's kind of hard because he's an actual artist going up against guys who are just like trying to make the next, you know, rap song that all kind of sound the same using the same like what cookie cutter stuff like they all using the same producers using the same like type of beats rapping about the same type of stuff where j cole's like how can i push myself you know to a different level so some people are gonna like that but usually when things are different it takes time for people to like catch on to that kind of stuff you know so i guess the answer is yes no i mean yeah because if j cole is if he's at that upper echelon then and he's doing something totally different than he is the he is at that top tier yeah. caliber. What would, what would you say? Um, I think like we put his name up there, Cole Kendrick Drake. I think that we put their name, and they all mean different things. Right. I think Drake is like clearly the top because he has this thing that at least commercially. Yeah, he has like the commercial side of things, um, and he's probably the most relevant. He's the most re- like he's he's the he's the numbers guy. Yeah, like he's pulling he's Avengers. Right, like to the movie industry, Kendrick is the top artist, the top um, artistic person who is true to the genre. Right, right. Like he sings and he does his own little thing too. But he is like, if Drake is Avengers, uh, um, 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 what are the name of the two brothers that be making the movies, Chris? The uh, the Duplass brothers. Like Kendrick is like that. Like he's true to the art form and he's big in the game but to me j cole j cole doesn't stay safe you say he doesn't stay safe yeah i just think that he needs help with his music well i think he i think he plays to a core that he has i don't think he's trying to be 
I don't think he tries to be anything with the thing with J. Cole. I think he yeah. just kind of just does what he wants to do. Yeah, and I think that's probably why he's kind of getting lower and lower on my list. I never really had him super high up there in the first place, and I went to college. But, <laughs> but I think the issue with me is, like, he used to have songs that I used to bop my head to. Right. And, like, a crooked smile, you know. But now... Like, the reason why I think he needs help <coughs> is because I remember when Drake was saying, like, music is a collaborative effort. You know, it's not all going to come from within. And you start going down the line, guys like Russ. Russ, who used to just say, like, I wrote, I did, I, blah, 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 I, I, I. He hit a certain place, and then once he started collaborating with other people, all of a sudden, he just hit another level in his career. And for J. Cole, it kind of went the opposite way. The more that he started excluding himself from other people. But he collabs a lot. He's, he started to, like, last year. With Dreamville and all those stuff, people. Well, Dreamville is his own label. Right, but he has all those guys that are, he's always, like, yeah, collabs with them. Mm-hmm. But he, he even said it himself. Like, he, he said up until about a year and a half or two ago, like, he was just doing it all by himself. Right. Making the beats, doing all this stuff. And so now he understands the criticism of people saying, like, bro, you got to expand your palette because one album of you doing all the beats by yourself is cool. But then, like, three? Mm, mm, we starting to realize. like That's kind of what people were saying about Kanye, too. Yeah, and it, it and maybe they were right because once Kanye started working with other people, you know, he put out that Chance the Rapper album and everybody liked it. Right. He put out that, you know, that Kid Cudi album and everybody liked it. You know, so it's like sometimes I, I do think like just a lesson overall in life that it's never really your your own thing. You know, like sometimes you do have to shake hands with people to make it sure. happen. And that's probably in any industry, not just music, right? 100%. Like, you can't make a movie all by yourself. You can't, you know, you can't be You can, but you can't stay consistently making great movies without... You know what I mean? Like like I said, I think initially, J. Cole doing it on his own probably was a great thing. Sure. You know what I mean? But, like, to stay consistent, to have longevity, to keep pushing yourself, you do need to be challenged by other people. Right, right. So I think that that's where... That's where, you know, he probably realizes now, okay, well, if I want to get myself to the next level, it might, let me compete with some of these guys or at exactly. least. <clears throat> exactly. I understand that. Exactly. Hey, what else you guys got? Cool. I don't really got too much. Good, good. Hey, yo. Why do you have a personality? I don't understand the question. Why... Do you have a personality? Is it because you was trying to impress somebody in middle school? I don't think that's how you get a personality. Well, it is. Listen, remember at the top of the... He, it was a rhetorical question is what he was trying yeah, to tell but, you. Well, next time, just tell me, <laughs> Your answer up. is wrong, sir. <laughs> no, it is. Shut up. Let me see. <laughs> You're not leading me in the right way. That's your personality. No, 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 no. You got to think about it. Okay, apparently. <laughs> no, because Chris, Chris has a personality, right? But it's a very unique one. It's a, like, like built from his group of friends. And you could tell Chris hung out with people that liked movies. 
that like like creating art and that kind of thing, right? Like you dress that way, you talk that way, your jokes are kind of like from that way, right? Okay. How you feel being told about yourself right now? No, but it's, it's not a bad opening. thing because it's. It, <laughs> look at his tattoos. Like he got art tattoos on him. Like he got a guitar. I think that was the very first one. You got a picture of the dude, the actor, on your arm. You got a UFO. These are our art, art things, right? Sunil's personality is in a way similar to mine. Can you imagine why? Um, no. Because we're not beautiful. That's true. What? We're not. We're not mud, but we're not beautiful. Nobody's calling us tens. Bingo. And you ever? But realize, I can make you laugh, though. That's it. <laughs> I see. Okay. Do you ever realize you, you how hard you have to work to be a six? I'd say I'm a solid six. And not only at like recruiting ladies or whatever you like. In life, just in life, people tend to just like trust the beautiful person. They don't have to say a lot of words. Never. You know why they can't say a lot of words? Because they've never been challenged to say words. They've never needed to. Never. They got ever. in the way, in fact. <laughs> yeah, I was always I always hung out with guys that were much better looking than me. Yep. And I was always the mouthpiece. And I didn't even know it at the time. You you just had to adapt or die. They used to throw me out there. And it wasn't until I got older. And I was like, dang. Like I, I, I talked to them. They're like, Sunil, didn't you realize like we got all these girls because you could talk it? to them. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, now, here, now, here's my thing for you. We're all five to sevens in here, except for Todd, who's freaking gorgeous. Todd's 11. I, like, I, Todd ain't even on the same scale as us, bro. Okay. He's a freaking gorgeous man. But the three <laughs> of us. You see them man, scaring posts that Todd be putting up? Oh, have oh I seen Oh, my God. I used to skimp through. Oh, let me just. <laughs> <laughs> let me not incriminate myself. <laughs> Oh, he knows. I used to read them to him. <laughs> <laughs> so you ever realize that sometimes we work so hard as sixes, but we're all only just giving out attention. I was thinking about this all day today. I work so hard and I'm just offering out my time only for them to have a tatted arm at the most important times in life while I'm still there thinking of the next damn Joke. You ever think about that? Nah. I don't. I thought about that today. Because I don't consider it work. Mm. Like this is just who I am at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? A, it's a like I don't have to I don't have to think about dang, like you know what I mean? It's just like it's natural at this point. Maybe initially, like when I was younger. It was tough. At, I, I, at that point, it felt like work because everything was calculated. It was like I was thinking about what I needed to say next. I was like, how like and then there's all those confidence issues you had to get over and so all that much, kind of stuff. So right. Much, so, much. so I think that's more of the work right yeah. now at the point where I'm just comfortable in who I am. Yeah. 
you don't have to i don't i don't have to work as hard because all the stuff that made me work was all insecurities wait so do you you don't feel like you pass out attention more than you should i think i enjoy that you enjoy passing out attention more than receiving it i feel okay so what okay so the reason why i was thinking about this earlier today and i don't want to take too much time but the reason why I was thinking about this is because I was just thinking about like my my interactions with people over the last like two years, and I'm just sitting here thinking like, damn, this thing, I should have recognized like this thing didn't work shouldn't shouldn't have worked out because I'm passing out all the attention, and I'm getting five percent back. I'm That's for a specific person though, not no no. Nah, nah, I'm just thinking like over. I'm giving. I'm looking at my my stats. Gotcha. And I'm just like, oh, shoot. Am I doing more than I should be? Do you no. still think that right And now? that's why. Well, I was just thinking about it this, this morning. I had time to myself. So you see. Fair enough. Fair so enough. I'm, now I'm just kind of chopping up the dice and just finding out, like, am I doing too much when beautiful people are just arriving? Nah. I think it's more about realizing... The value of what you're paying for. So what I'm saying is like, so let's take attention and let's take personality and all that kind of stuff and, and put it into dollars. Okay. So say you're walking around with a hundred thousand dollars worth of personality that you're giving out at, at all times. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you're spending it on something that's worth $20,000, then yeah, you're wasting your money because you're devaluing that ability. Right. Right. You need to start. You need to start value. You need to stop looking at this twenty thousand dollar thing, and and making it value, worth a hundred thousand. That doesn't mean that you need. Thing, that doesn't mean you have to stop using that hundred thousand dollars. It means you need to elevate your how you're valuing a person to make it worth a hundred thousand dollars. That's something that I had to learn. Mm -hmm. Where you know women that were maybe beautiful, like that had all of these checked off all of these boxes, right? But the relationship itself wasn't very um, fruitful or right, it wasn't very right, like, right. Uh, you know, it, it, there was just like issues and it wasn't always happy and all this kind of stuff. It, it like on the outside, it looked like a hundred thousand mm. dollars, but in all actuality, it was not a hundred thousand dollars. Whereas maybe uh, the, the, maybe the person doesn't on paper check all of the boxes in the sense of like how it looks, but the relationship itself, the interactions, the Spot. respect, all that kind of stuff is actually a hundred thousand dollars. A question for you: How much do you spend before you say I got? I'm gonna stop. I don't think I have. Like, if I have to stop being myself, or I feel like I need to stop putting in energy and all this kind of stuff, I need to not be in that situation. Like, I don't want to have to not. I don't want to have to change who I am. Not, not, not elevate no, no, no. or like that. or downgrade. Right. Because. I want to be a certain way with, with women that I'm intimate with or women that I'm interested in, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to be thinking, like, am I doing too much? Am I not doing too much? If I have to start thinking, then to me, that's already a situation that I don't want to be in. That's, that's kind of what I was asking because it's like sometimes you could think yourself out of a good thing, right? Like you can overthink. Sure. But then there are moments where it's like, mm. Am, am I overthinking this or is, or is this not right? You know what I'm saying? It, sometimes it's hard to decode because 
I feel like increasingly people are becoming more and more difficult to read. Well, I think it. I think it depends on. Are you are you looking for external validation or internal validation? So what I mean by that is you be the cookie, you be the de- detector. So how I used to be like I need to play off this individual to get them or all this kind of stuff. Now I'm just a hundred percent me, and it either works or it doesn't. They get annoyed at me and they walk away. Oh, it doesn't work. They enjoy it or they work hard to like continue it and all this kind of stuff. That if they are annoyed by me, instead of just like being passive aggressive, all this kind of stuff, we talk about it. We have conversations, all this kind of stuff. Then I know that's going to work, but I'm just going to be me as the filter Mm. instead of being like, I got to change who I am to make this person like me. It's like, no, I'm going to be this. And then we're going to, we're going to work together. Well, I'm not really talking about changing yourself. But you're, but in, I'm just asking like effort. I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. But if your natural build, your natural, uh, intuition is to give effort by you saying, I need to give less effort is in part you changing what you naturally do. Well, is it not a, 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 a scientific equation where like sometimes you may not have to do all that? And sometimes maybe you do have to do a little bit more than you normally would. It depends on, are you doing it for a reaction or are you doing it because you enjoy doing it? Because if you, I do things because I enjoy doing it. It's no game anymore. It used to be, I used to be back in the day. It's like, man, you don't understand how much game I got, bro. Mm-hmm. I'll be saying this and I'll be doing that and all this mm-hmm. kind of, it was all game. Mm-hmm. But what happens with games? You beat the boss. There's a winner or a loser at a game. You know what I mean? <laughs> or the game and eventually ends. You know what I mean? You're right. The but, game gotta end. But like <laughs> if it's just about <laughs> the, beat the boss. Yeah. This dude has been playing Mario way too <laughs> much. Right? Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need my big brother to play for you? <laughs> and Bison's at the end, homie. Come on, man. Um, so like, yeah, but that's what's changed about me it's just like i'm gonna just be me and it's either gonna fit or it's not like i'm either gonna it's like uh, it's like legos or or tetris or whatever mm-hmm. it's either gonna fit or it's not gonna fit you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and uh, the right person maybe it won't fit in the first like initially but that person will be willing to work with it and mold it and stuff like that and to me that's the person that i want to continue with not the person that has got i gotta be like dang Am I doing too much? Am I not doing too much? Is she annoyed? And I, you know what I mean? When I have to start thinking about it, to me, that's too much work. You cut it right off. That's what I'm asking. The moment that you start thinking about like, ah, oh, man, sometimes you can overthink that. That's facts. Because I've definitely been in that position where I'm overthinking a situation. And then I turn around and just ask like, yo, this is what I'm thinking. Is this happening or not? And then they turn around and they're like, oh, no, I just, you know, I don't know. I've been busy or whatever you know yeah but i also think that that's a good situation because that, that, person, that is a good situation that person is willing to work with it not necessarily like because there's other people that be like dang you're needy and are you like this you're that you know what mm. i mean that's what like nah but are you needy is that is it okay to be needy i mean to the to a person that doesn't have patience no you can't be needy so that means that's not the right person it for depends you. like how much how needy are you i don't think there's i think the neediest people will find somebody for the right pe- for that, the that right needs, type of person that needs to be needed yeah or like that that has enough patience where or that that thing doesn't annoy them the neediness doesn't annoy them right, right, right. but they see uh, past the neediness to all these things that they value heavily so they'll deal with the needy is anybody here needy i i have been when i'm insecure 
Oh, so that well now you're equating neediness with insecurity. I know you asked me, have I been needy? Oh. I said I have been needy when I was insecure. What does that look like for you? I needed constant external validation from my partner to make me feel comfortable. Damn, you go to therapy? No. Oh, okay. I just thought about it deeply. Damn, and I was you like, go to therapy? I was like, damn, <laughs> dude, you you're needy as fuck. You a pussy. What happened to all that confidence and swagger you used to have? You and I had to be, be like, ripping it out of you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Todd, you, you heard me stay silent on this one, right? I just want the cameras and the microphones to know Sunil stayed silent. Once again, his socials will be underneath the podcast. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I just said a very kind thing, normal thing. Yikes. I do not support rape culture. Wait, what? That's not what I said. What'd you say? I said they rip it out. Like, they rip your confidence out oh, of you. Oh, I thought you said they... Rip. With an A instead of an no, I. No, no, not rap. You gonna make me edit this out? Because <laughs> I really don't want to... So you were saying... But I do, rip it but I do have something that we're gonna edit out. I'm gonna go back to playing my music now. Um, Todd, for the episode on YouTube, cut this out. We're gonna have a segment. Sunil's so gonna give me a song of, of the week. Chris is gonna give me one. I'm gonna oh, give are we one. Back? Yeah, I don't care anymore. We're on. This is my song of the week. This Be is brave. a song by Smiley. Yeah. Give him the time Real code, Chris. Shit. Fuck, man. Ooh. Gangsta. Two hours, six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Start my day with a blunt Hit a bitch, make her jump Hit a blunt, hit my lungs Grab my shit, grab my gun Hit the roach on my guy Grab some loud, yeah, it's perp Hit the block, clear the scene Throw the dice, chop a bean Get a bag, gotta stack it Get a bitch, gotta mac it Got a car, do the race <laughs> Seen an op, make him shake Hit the gas with the brake no Break the life with the weight Hit the stage, do my dance Nine shots in my pants. Oh, Atlanta's a label. When we chill, no cable. Yeah, yeah. I ain't trying to sign a no label. Niggas think that it's funny. Last week I was bummy. Last week what I have accent nothing. is this? Kelsey, stressing. BMs, texting. Say she tired of my bullshit. Niggas still on that whole shit. I cut all of the ties off. Is I this cut a joke? All my bitches off. Now I'm popping it annoying. I beat them. I ain't joining. Buy or buy with them niggas. Your bitch know we them niggas. We name brands make the trap hot. At the end of is this 50 Tyson? Fuck the time with the crack pop. I'm named brand can't trust the bitch. I wouldn't be I mean to this guy if I were you. No, saying I changed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Certified? Them, <laughs> you certified you putting them hours? The cost can't even tame us. Our hood runs, you can't blame us. By LV for my main us. By LV for my main girl. I text you, you got act great. I just a name. That's all you need, right? Oh, you like Dave too? Santana Dave. Which Dave are you talking about? It's kind of nice though, this song. It's live. He said, I cut all of my ties off. I cut all of my. It's like it's like a new. Like, who is the guy from the LA guy that's like enunciating all his letters? It's Rumble. It's Rumble. This is like uh, a different version of Rumble. Guess where this guy's from? 
The T.O. He's Toronto? He's from Toronto. Uh, he's one of, he's on uh, OVO? He's one of those guys. No, he's not. But he, he does know Drake. But he's not on OVO. Uh, all right, so this is Stormy. Stormy by Santana Dave, also known as Dave. I typed that in and nothing popped up. Let me t- let me say Santana Dave Stormy. Okay, is, uh, I don't think that's it. Where is the song at? Um, I've listened to it on YouTube. But oh, on YouTube. Okay, okay. But it should be everywhere. Yeah, for some reason it's not popping up on here, but uh, we'll get it. Dave Stormy, I love that song. Uh, uh, Dave has some some bops. I like I like a lot of his songs. Dave's one. Dave Dave's like one of the biggest rappers in UK. He's huge, and he got really big really fast. Yeah, yeah. He's a young boy too. He was on that. He's on a big show in Europe called Top Boy. Oh, he's on that show. He's in like in the newer season now. Hey, there's not a word on Top Boy. I understand. <laughs> That's so weird to me that you don't understand dialects and accents because you you like speaking so many languages. I know because I feel like for me I understand a lot more accents than most people just because I've been around accents so much. I can. Uh, I think I'm locked at three. You can't short me one in a club with the shortest one. Lighty, the shortest one on my mind. Georgia one. Speak to him, Dave. I got bought a one. Vegan tinger, slaughter one. Freaks, I got more than one. one. Daddy and daughter one. Tory putting in labor. This that Jeremy Corbyn one. Awkward one. Raise me there. Wait. Tortoise one, I need a ting, 30 plus, Blackberry and Walkman ones. Look, I left my phone on my babies. Silent mode, my guys on riding mode, zombies, survival mode. He's got a new vest, man. Pop that show, no microphone. Okay. I'll ride for yeah. bro. He's next You see the feature on it too? The score five and oh. Six to one. Oh, so it's called Clash. Like six to one. Babe, it's called Clash. That's area 51. Stormzy um, is the artist. Featuring Stormzy is what I put, didn't I? Oh, I got it. Oh, my bad. You put Dave Stormy. Oh, I, I, it probably autocorrected. I was putting features because that's how it's easier to find for me. I got it. I got you can't short me one in a club with the shortest one. These are two of the biggest rappers in UK right now. Yes, sir. Georgia one, crocodile bag, I bought a one. Vegan thing, I slaughter one. Freaks, I got more than one. Fuck daddy and daughter one. Tory Look at me know what these young boys know. Look at me listen to these young boy music. Most hated one Slid round after his birthday Gave him a happy belated one Burned that bridge Cremated one Boo boo Can't be feeling it Look at him cheesing right now Isn't this Adele's boyfriend? Really? I didn't know that She's dating one of these guys Black dude? One of these dudes being a black dude Or a UK rapper? No like one of these UK guys UK rappers There's a lot of UK rappers I think it's Stormzy Or gigs I'll go to Google Big flexes inventing one My bros don't tap We just wear all black On a blending one Man, I'm talking war, don't know about war till you end in one. The machine got sweets and I bend in one. Neither the hit could have bend in one. 
Okay, you're pending one. Aight. She wanna go to the cinema, so we just walk downstairs. The mortgage clears. We've overtaken all our peers. All our peers. After all these years, disrespect is all I hear. All I hear. Skepta. Off the set, they storm like that. Off the set, they storm like peers. That's what I call morning tears. Them when I talk in there, but it's cool. I got my things so more than good. Anytime that I walk my hood. Skepta is one of the OGs. Sixes. All I need now is Jordan Woods. Don't get caught for puss. All I need is Jordan Woods. We slide and crash. 16 don't write and clash. 16 don't battle rap. She got the whap and a whap. What are you thinking? Man's on simp and I buy her a car like a pair of Jordan 4s or Jordan 1s. Rolexes got more than one. My AP costs 31 millimeters, 41. Stick. Him up with a stick, stick. He's the shorter one. Shorter one. You can't short me one. Short In the club with the shortest one. Lighty, the shortest one. On my mind, Georgia one. Crocodile bag, I bought a one. Vegan thing, I slaughter one. Freaks, I got more than one. Fuck, daddy and daughter one. Tory putting in labor, this that Jeremy Corbyn one. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, sir. Nice. Santa Stormzy. How they doing it out there in the UK? All right, Chris. What Sin Santana song do you want to play today? Well, I had sent you a first song, but I think I'm going to choose the second link I sent you. Uh, first link, second Just because it reminded me. So you don't want to play the first one? No, the second one. It's a Gorillaz song. I like the Gorillaz. What the hell is a Gorillaz song? You know the Gorillaz? Nope. Momentary Bliss. It's probably not in the same vein as the last two songs, but it's... I like the Gorillaz. Okay, let's see. Only Momentary Bliss by Slow Tie and Slaves. Yeah. Okay. We could do so much better than this. Mostly your faces and momentary bliss. Beep, 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 beep. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Uh oh. Who's this? You lack credentials and you were special. Special. Oh, how you need it. Oh, how you're needed. And you keep squeezing the truth from the middle. You put it in, but your arches, they ain't gold. Gorillas. Oh, there's a gorillas? Are they still cartoons? Bet you show your trap and keep it harsh. I don't ever know. Couple of months made me blush. There's a hole in your pocket, so you cannot find a change. Gather know your mind, you say your pattern. You pull your strings and put a drop on this one, Chris. And you say, what was scripted the day before it happened? Don't 
change your face You get insult, it's such a waste You know we can do so much better than this Swimming in pools of momentary bliss uh, You need me to drop 16 on this one? Yeah, go ahead. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No. You want me to? Go for it. No. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A little something by the gorillas and their slaves. And slow tide. And slow tide. You really don't know the gorillas? You never so, heard that song? They had that. They had a banger back in the day. Is it, yeah. I know the name and their voice sounds very, very familiar. I actually didn't know they had accents. Yeah. <laughs> they sure do. Because when they sing, they don't. Uh, For the most part, they do. Is it Feel Good Ink? Yeah. You remember that song? How's that song go? I'm happy. Right I know, but I'm trying to... Feeling bad and I... Uh, uh. You remember this? You remember this? This is like all of my middle school <laughs> playing this song. I was out in the streets, Chris. Uh, I was trying to get it from the mud. I was trying to get it from the trenches. I mean, so at the time, I was listening to Jay-Z. Right on. I mean, Wayne. Right on. <laughs> no, I don't know the song. Oh, well, listen to it sometimes. It's doesn't good. sound familiar at all. All right, y'all. This is it right here. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Men on the Internet podcast. And, you know, tell the folks how they can hear us uh, in the future. Yeah, so on Tuesdays, we actually drop... Um, uh, the audio you can find it anywhere you listen to your podcast whether it be spotify apple itunes whatever it is uh check that out on thursdays we drop it on youtube so you can see the visuals um all of us five to sevens our beautiful faces with our nice personalities that makes us an eight solid eight or nine um <laughs> and then the biggest thing that we're uh, we're looking for now is you know we want to interact with you guys you know we got all the socials um you could get us on ig um you could get us on twitter um our handles are moi podcast or moi internet i think it'll, it'll be in the description yeah we'll yeah, put we'll them put in, in the description, description but definitely um you know we'd love to hear from you guys what you guys think of our um what we're saying on here you know definitely comment slide in them dms tweet us retweet us um whatever it is that we, we, you guys w- would want to hear from us make sure to let us know we only know as much as you let us know so let us know um <laughs> um and uh yeah what else anything else yeah ty ty is anything um also uh, i know last week we talked about um you know for those of you that are into sports um i actually ended up starting my own youtube channel that's geared towards sports um it's called so real sports talk t 
TV. It's a YouTube channel. Just posted up my uh, first video um, that's talking, that's breaking down the UFC 264 card. So, um, you know, please go there if you want to learn more about sports and interact with me uh, through sports. Um, I just, I feel like I said sports a bunch of times, but. Gotta really hammer it in, bro. Yeah, had to, had to. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, obviously we talked about, you know, we're doing some big things with the podcast. Um, and so we want to we want to get a bigger reach and that doesn't happen without you guys. Um, so thank you for listening. Um, make sure to drop a like, a comment, um, share with your friends and uh, let us know what you're thinking. It's always our pleasure to speak with you guys here. On the Men on the Internet podcast. Until next time, I would love to hear from you guys. Hit us across all platforms, just like Sunil just said. And you all have a beautiful evening, a beautiful day, a wonderful hot boy, hot girl, summer, and city boys are always up. Good night. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.